just heard Collateral and the Act by new South Florida band Collateral. Just released on the newly founded Fortress Records, Collateral is the newest installment of South Florida hardcore, here to breathe life into a scene that has seemingly been all but given up on. More on this will be discussed during the episode, and shout out to Fortress Records. All right. All right, what's what's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode twenty. Uh, we haven't done an is episode. 20? Oh, it yeah. is twenty. We haven't done an episode in a minute. Uh, not on purpose. We tried to f- to record this multiple times, and there was technical difficulties, or some dumb shit would happen every time. The technical so, difficulty was eighty Mbps uh, internet that dom. <laughs> yeah. Um, that and then scheduling conflicts, we didn't plan on taking like a three and a half week break or whatever it was, but it happened, but we're back now. Um, yeah. So in this episode we have Dom from Simulacra, uh, Dom is a good friend and someone who I have wanted to come on for a long time and we've been trying to get it to work and it would just never quite sync up with everyone's schedule, but it finally did. And I think the episode was really good. I think it was a little bit more serious than other ones and him talking about his personal issues like uh and how they relate to Simulacra and shit like that. So uh it was a good episode. But um before we get into that, we are gonna do the usual bullshit and talk about some new music really quick. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh anything else you wanna say? <laughs> um yo, if you're a hardcore kid and you say you don't need fast internet. I disagree with you. I think everybody <laughs> on earth needs faster than that. It's 2023, brother. Come on. Yeah. You got to at least be pushing 300 at minimum. Yeah, like at minimum. I don't I don't know, man. I think everyone I think everyone deserves and needs a fast internet connection. I mean, in today's um, world you literally do. But rants over. Um drop the mic. Uh yeah. we got we got a couple songs. I wanted to talk about the nothing but enemy song that was on the the UK hardcore comp, which uh, the coming strife put out like a week ago, I guess it was. Yeah, and we're not. Uh, there's too many bands, and we're not going to talk about all of them. But uh, we will talk about nothing but enemies. Uh, it's I their don't best... speak Latin, so I can't really talk about many of them. Yeah, it, it's their best song. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's literally it's is their awesome. best song. It's it's really really good. The first like I listened to it a few times when I first played, I was like, damn, they uh feel like they stepped it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I think we've uh, we've praised nothing but enemies too many times on this podcast, but you know they keep delivering. Yeah, truly do. They are. It's a good song. Uh, UK hard. It's literally, I think, called UK. It's literally called UK Hardcore Comp. So if you want to look it up, that's all you have to put in. Uh, there is 19 different bands on it, so we're just not going over all that. I apologize. Uh, if you want to check it out, you know it's on Spotify and Apple Music and all that shit. So. If you like epic metalcore, it's the comp for you. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it's very. I mean, the Coming Strife is very much metalcore. It, type if shit. you know what the if you know what the Coming Strife is, and what the bands that they put out, it is exactly what you can expect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the next one, Days just put this out. Uh, it's the uh, the spring promo from Big Boy. Uh, I guess they're a uh, california band um i've never actually listened to them before this and honestly i didn't even listen to this until uh, a couple people told me that it was good and i should check it out uh just because no offense to them i was never going to listen to a band called big boy but yeah uh, <laughs> the name is the name isn't the best um 
this release, uh, no disrespect to them, it just wasn't my, it's not my thing. Uh, the only thing I will say, the only thing that bothers me about it is the album artwork. Oh, it, I'm just happy together. It, it looks like a Joy's Manor cover. Um, <laughs> I mean, no disrespect um, to them. I'll just leave it at that. Um, I, I mean, I, I actually really liked it. So here we go. We got, we got two different opinions here. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, it came out on days. So check it out if you haven't already. Um, next, that as a burn style vo- vocals, and but it doesn't sound like burn. It's pretty interesting to me. Next, next. probably going to be the demo of the year. Some fucking Florida hardcore that's actually good. A nice change of pace <laughs> in recent years. <laughs> Collateral. Uh, people from Envision, Be All End All, uh, Result of Choice. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just sounds like a classic, like South Florida sound. Um, Mikey from Envision is in it, and this is on his new label called Fortress Records. And um, th- this demo is genuinely like I, I love it. I listen, awesome. I listen to it literally probably no lie like thirty times all the way through. It's just, I don't know. It's just good. Like. I, I agree. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, and, it's like New York hardcore, like fast, but then it has like chugs in it and shit. Like, I don't know if anyone who was a fan of IOU records and knows like the, that style of bands, it's like that. It's literally like that. Like, like if this would have came out on IOU, this would have been like my favorite release on IOU, if that makes sense. It's just really good. Yeah. yeah rest you in like, peace, uh, IOU. Rest in peace. If you like uh, Be All End All, I feel like this is honestly just kind of like almost an evolution of be all like it's 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 the same like toby the singer of be all is in collateral so yeah it's sick i, I think yeah. that be all end all is like incredibly fast and sometimes fast just to be fast i think this is like a little i i think if that kind of turns people off this is still like a fat is still fast hardcore but it's i think it's a little bit more i think this has uh, a little bit more straightforwardness yeah. than an average kid like i love be all don't get me wrong Bill sick, uh, yeah. They're fucking amazing. But um I think your average like run of the mill hardcore kid will hear this and resonate with a little bit more than a be all record. Yeah. And, and the art for this tape, I love the red and the fucking the the drawing on the front of it is so fucking cool. Yeah, I think that couple two two tree guy uh drew it, but um yeah, cool. if you haven't yet, check out Fortress Records on Instagram. Uh I I got, got a, a good couple logo. Little, I got to cut a little promo for Mikey really quick from Envision. Um, a lot of people in our group chat and shit would talk shit to him and be like, South Florida is not savable. These are people from South Florida just to make like these are his friends literally who live there. Just be like, it's not worth saving, blah, blah, blah. And he was essentially like, fuck you all. I'm going to do a label and book shows and do a new band. And he did it. So huge Respect round of applause. Yeah, huge round of applause for him for giving a fuck to that extent. And he literally saw his scene, not like being dead because it's not, but like he wanted to bring it back and bring back like the IOU vibe in his own way. And I just have a lot of respect for that. So get up for Mikey. I know how it feels. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really awful. bad at I'm really I'm awful, awful at uh, talking. So that might have been a lot of jumble, but jumble no, it makes sense. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's kind of what in a way what I'm trying to do too. So, I mean, it's cool. When I, when I saw him post that, I was psyched about it. It's yeah. Cool. The low, the logo is awesome too. However, I know what the best demo this year is going to be and it's not released yet, but we don't, we don't have to go into that yet. 
It has to do with a bug for anyone who knows. Mm. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that briefly. Um, but this demo is awesome. If you haven't checked it out, no matter what type of hardcore you like, you like fucking Jinko metalcore. You only like New York hardcore or you're everywhere in between. Just text this demo out. It's worth it. It's, it's good. It's sick as fuck. Yeah. Um, the next one we got is another demo. Very, uh, another very good one. A really fucking good one. Uh, Dead to Rights. They had two great demos back to back right here. They came out like two days within two days of each other. Love, uh, Dead to Rights. Yeah, Dead to Rights is the singer of Morning. He is on uh, Connor. He was on the podcast. Like, uh, he was on episode was months, months ago at this point. Episode 13. <laughs> wow, that so, was that long ago. That's pretty fucking crazy, to be that's, honest. That's actually crazy because that feels like it was like a month ago somehow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The edge breaker Jeff was in it, but he got kicked out. So yeah. fuck him. Just kidding. I'm sorry, uh, Jeff. Uh, yeah, it's sick. It sounds yeah, it, like uh like right brigade, stop and think, like kind of like locking out style, but like harder, like a little bit yeah. more grit grit to it than uh say like mental or righteous jams, of course. But um and like the and his vocals on a band like that are fucking crazy. They somehow uh, work. It just yeah. works. Yeah, it's it's you, really you wouldn't good. think yeah, you wouldn't think that they would work over just some like straight up like early two thousands type hardcore, but it sounds really, really sick. Yeah, the the groove part, like on the last song, is insane too. Um, I think they have. Correct me if I'm wrong, Carter. They have tapes at Northern Unrest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many Ben has left. Um, I'm gonna be going up there for the uh, Northern Unfest thing. I told Ben I literally will play drums for it. I don't know if that's gonna happen, <laughs> but I was dead ass because he was like, "We need a drummer," and I was like, "Dude, I'll play a set." Oh, is Ben in it too? Ben is in it. It's Ben Connor. Um. Maybe Sean's in it. Sean might play bass. I don't know. I'm trying to think or, of all of them are straight edge. That's the only Sean in, Ben. Yeah, I mean in Connor. Yeah, it's got to be. Is if I had to guess, it's them three, and they need a drummer now. So word. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's a fucking great demo. That that if you if you take anything away from this fucking podcast, listen to Dead to Rights. Listen to Collateral. Yeah, right honestly. Now. Uh, and the next two, I'm just going to throw together really quick um, because we haven't listened to them extensively. I listened to both like once through, but it's Wound Man and Brain Tourniquet. Um, it's just newer. I mean, they're not newer bands, but, you know, power violence type bands, like super fast stuff. If you're into that sort of thing, check it out. Um, I'm gonna very good to reviews it. of them. Yeah, I actually have heard a lot of good things. I'm going to listen to it more. It was just one of those things I listened to them because I think they came out either on the same day or it was like. But yeah, it was very yeah. close. It yeah. was like right, I, yeah. It was the other day too. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But we'll I'll I'll make a note. We'll talk about it next episode. Yeah, for people's opinions, I respect both said they were awesome. And I listened to both all the way through once, but I haven't taken like a deep dive paying attention to every song. So but I did want to mention them in case uh people into that sort of shit and wanted to talk about it. Yeah, right. and uh, before we get into the shows, I'll say there's three releases coming up. You mentioned uh, one. The Envision LP is essentially done. It's literally unreal. Like, I can't... Oh, yeah. I can't wait to put it out and for people to hear it. There's nothing in hardcore that sounds like this whatsoever, literally. It, in, like, the insane. coolest way possible. Uh, yeah, so more info on that soon. I'm sure we'll premiere a song on here, and there will be, like, a single up or something like that with pre-orders. Um more on that soon uh the scare demo with tyler uh tyler mullen back on vocals 
it's just I, I that's I listened to that forty fucking times in a row, dude. Be in a I don't I'm not never mind I'm not gonna, no. Just do it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'll, I feel like I don't want to get him in trouble. Uh, someone will. I'll edit that part out. Someone said it sounded like hate breed. <laughs> <laughs> and by God, that that might be exactly what it sounds Holy like. Holy shit! It is. Uh, I'm not gonna talk too much on it. It's not out yet. You're gonna love it. Yeah, Tyler sounds fucking unhinged. Yeah, Tyler's gonna sound unhinged on it. And last but not least, I have acquired the new Live It Down seven inch, and it oh, is fucking. Okay. It is fucking crazy. Um, the next episode, if everything works out, we're going to be premiering the entire seven inch on here and talking about it with Woods, a guitar player. And I'm very excited for that. I th- that's one of my favorite new bands. And the fact that they wanted to do that with us, um, means a lot to me. And I'll just, we're just going to talk about yeah, not only Cleveland, but you know, about the song kind of break down each song. And I don't know if everyone likes shit, shit like that, but like for me personally, I love that shit like that. Like if I was a listener of this podcast, if I wasn't yeah. on it and they Agreed. did something like that, I would be and, level and one. Shout out to them for like, I mean, asking us to do the entire release in the pod. I mean, that's fucking crazy. So shout out to them for, you know, listening, trusting us. Yeah. Thinking that's cool. And fucking wanted to come on and talk about it and giving us that opportunity. Cause, cause yeah. we both, we both really like the band. So it's going to be sick. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So that should be the next episode. Uh, we should have it lined up uh, to record next week. So, yeah. We just got to make sure Carter doesn't fall asleep again. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> going to sleep. Sometimes you go to sleep at 8, 8, 8 p.m., brother. <laughs> All right. Oh. Um, the ne- next is show. Or do you have anything else, Sad? No, I was just going to do exactly what you're doing right now, but you do it. Uh, next is shows. I Statement played two shows. I'm not going to really mention them. They were fine. They weren't anything to write home about. We didn't get bad reactions. Um, and people moshed to us and sang, so it is what it is. But that's all I'm going to mention. Like, they're truly not worth that doing a deep dive on. So I'll let you go ahead and uh, say some about your shows you went to. Word. Uh, I got I went to five shows since the last up, dude. The the February being the month of no shows is so real every year. It's like fucking two weeks of nothing, and then yeah, March March and April is fucking insane. Insane, yeah. But um. So I'd had this fucking insane three days of going to North Jersey, going home, going to work at 730 in the morning, then going back to North Jersey three days in a row. Yeah, um, fuck all that. But uh, the first one, I checked out Vomit Fourth and Fool's Game at the Meat Locker um, a couple weeks ago, which I thought, to be honest, was going to be fucking insanely cursed because the Meat Locker is a cursed venue. Um, but... Uh, there were probably like 150 people at the meat locker at the show is unbelievable how many people showed up. Um, I don't remember the other bands that played no offense to them. Cause I can't read their names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know what they were called, but um, fool's game and vomit forth were awesome. Uh, the entire fucking locker was moving. Uh, they took the carpet out, which was sad. Uh, cause I feel like, I don't know, it would have been a little bit better with the red carpet, but yeah, dude, I haven't been to the me locker in, in mad long. And this is a pretty cool, pretty cool to go back there and see so many fucking people hanging out and checking out the show there. Even if I don't know who the bands are at all. I can't yeah. Read them. 
uh, the next, uh, and also uh, uh, Jet in uh, Vomit Forth, who sings in, he doesn't sing, what am I talking about? He plays in Imprison and Chasm, which are both bands you and I put out. He's going to be on the podcast with a couple other people in a couple weeks, so look out for that one about Las Vegas. Um, day after that, went up to a new venue in Jersey. It was Sean's Crazy Saloon. Shout out to Brian Litterbox <laughs> and Caden uh, for finding this place. Uh, it was the Reaching Out record release, like I said, Bayway Fool's Game, Deal With God, Curate Killing Me. Um, another show, not that I thought the show was going to be bad, but I didn't expect it to be as fucking awesome as it was. Um, curate killing me deal with god uh we're all fucking great it, it i think during their sets people are kind of trying to figure out the venue and it's like kind of on an angle yeah, um and the bars yeah it's, it's weird but it ended up being sick and like dude there's this so it's like this the stage is angled and you have the calves and the people on the stage and then they ha- there's like a little box behind it for the drummer <laughs> so it was really fucking weird uh so it was like you were watching the band. You had to turn your head all the way over to like the left to see the drummer. It's very interesting. But uh, God, <laughs> um, Fool's Game was awesome. Bayway, uh, new New Jersey band. As the first time I was seeing them, we talked about them on the podcast. I think uh, with uh, Brandon on the Act Like You Know episode. Um, finally got to see him. They were as over the top and insane as I thought they'd be. Stickman was moshing. Sonny was posting the videos of that. Um, yeah, they were they were fucking awesome. They killed it. I'm really excited about them. Uh, it's cool that these people who haven't done much in the past uh, 15 years are finally in a band and I don't know playing cool shit and I don't know. It's cool. It, it was fun to see them. Then reaching out, they did a little from the world cover. Um, they had a cool set. Uh, their record's sick. You put it out. It's sad that you couldn't be there, but uh, yeah, I'm glad it went good for them. Uh, I mean, I've stated before, like any kids who are like taking the time to do a band and like play shows and shit that's actually good, I'll always support and put it out if I can. So, reaching out is no exception. So, I'm glad that they're. Sh- and I mean, honestly, when you look at the show, like for a band of their size and shit, like that's an awesome like release show, straight up. Like that's yeah. sick. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the singer of Bayway was absolutely rocking people to reaching out, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a good show. It was a good show. I, I think that we're going to try and start using that, uh, if we can, that venue a little bit more for stuff. It's a little, I thought it was a little too out of the way, but going there and seeing how cool that show was, I think it could be cool for New Jersey hardcore. Um, next day was uh, Mountain Truth, Hate Still Burns. Uh, delusion and negative force at Jimmy's. Um, cool show. Not many, it wasn't too packed out, but uh, not when Truth was doing their tour with Hate Still Burns, who also just put out music on days. Um, and I guess <laughs> Benny was fucking lost his voice completely. So Dante sang the whole set with Benny on guitar. Um, and he was just doing these insane death metal low vocals. And like, I don't know, he. If you know who Dante is, if you're listening to this, and he, he just imagine him singing for that band is really funny, and it was awesome. And uh, God, it was it was just ridiculous. It, the show was ridiculous. I mean, I walked up and 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 Benny was like, "Yo, what's up, guys?" <laughs> I don't have a voice, and you know, Dante held it down. Um, next show was uh, 
um, Broken Wings, Buried Dreams, Missing Link, Hold My Own, Fool's Game, Not One Truth, and AMH, which was the uh, Missing Link record release, which was, is probably the best Long Island show I've been to since shows came back. Absolutely fucking packed. I think it's sold out, but like before Not One Truth came on, it, it, basically everyone was there. Um, every set was fucking great. Uh, Missing Link, their they their record and their their show was fucking was great. People were loving it. Um, and uh, the On Broken Wing set was ridiculous. Just ridiculous. I can imagine. <laughs> uh, I guess the last time they played there, uh, their show got shut down, but uh. This this one didn't. The singer goes, yo, like, you know, we're playing way more songs than we did last time. I don't know if I should be happy or sad about that. God. Um and Barry Dreams, one of, I think that was one of my favorite Barry Dream sets I've ever seen as well. Um show was awesome. Great show. Great show. I I was talking to Greg on the way home because I wrote I, I wrote with Greg and we were just talking about like like I, I've said before, it, it's not that I expected it to be bad. I just didn't know what to expect. And like Long Island can be a little hit or miss sometimes, but that show was fucking great. Great oh, fucking yeah. show. Um, yeah, Long Island's kind of a weird place, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's hard to break it's hard to break through there, but I mean when you do, it can be fucking amazing. Yeah. Um and then last show was the other day. It was Gorilla Biscuits, Kill Your Idols, Robert Gade, Combust, Dead Last, uh at the church. I mean, Gorilla Biscuits at the church, that's just fucking legendary right there. Um that was amazing and uh i've seen gorilla biscuits um a handful of times since uh i think the first time i saw them was like this is hardcore 2016 and then they played like black and blue 2017 so i've seen them a few times but this is one of my favorite times i've seen them it was awesome and uh robert gade combusted i i didn't i only watched the final particular idols who um i don't hate them but i was just fucking hanging out at the pizza place <laughs> but uh it was a good show. Great show. Uh, it's cool to see Gorilla Biscuits there. And then they're playing Jersey in a month, and it's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. And yeah. in between this, all I did was play Harry Potter. Kev Hare was running the Gorilla Biscuits stage like the Navy, from what I saw. <laughs> Dude. You don't oh get your old ass God, off that bro. stage, bro. Did you see the video of Jake Smith fucking roundhouse kicking? <laughs> yes, man. And I'll say this real quick. The fella Jake knows I respect him. Brother, you are too big to be up there. <laughs> Just don't don't be stage diving if you're that big. I don't even mean Dude. that. A, I don't mean that in a mean way, but let's use some common sense, man. You're gonna Watch fucking it. break someone's neck. You're gonna kill Siv. <laughs> Watching that in real time, dude. The face Siv made when he hit it was uh, it was so fucking. Awesome. Then Joe like comes over and smiles at him to make sure it's, it's such a fucking awesome fucking thing. <laughs> You're doing it doing it all in a one scene unity shirt, bro. Some free publicity for me. So in that. In that regard, I give you the utmost respect. But brother, you're gonna kill someone. I disagree. I think some girl's people, neck. I think people that big need to dive more. I want him to start no. to going, going feet first, front flipping, anything he can do. Absolutely not, bro. <laughs> if I ever see someone that big, dude, that's when I see someone that big get up to stage dive, I literally as fast as I can run to the back of the room. <laughs> like I want no part. I want I don't want the the worst stage dive thing the worst thing that happens with someone stage dives is not when they land on you but if they flip or something and their foot just comes it's, down yeah. and axe kicks you bro yeah. <laughs> and when someone that big is doing that that's like i'm gonna be knocked out cold bro 
I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna literally will die. I gotta text Jake and say, yo, learn how to front flip or, or learn how to back flip or some shit. <laughs> Something, bro. That'd be insane know. if you started doing that. But uh I I think big people can dive, bro. I I don't know. I uh I will get into this. I thought I killed fucking uh singer life of agony at the the you probably did. The, I, I almost did. I saw the video. I, I lifted Mina my leg right dead. in time. I almost fucking killed Mina, bros. And I did it. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> killed a New York hardcore legend, bro, because you had to hit a dive. I know. I know. Fuck me, bro. Uh, But yeah, that was... I'm trying to think of any other s- stupid... Stickman moshing was ridiculous that's pretty, and that's awesome. That's pretty crazy, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> I mean, dude, for however old that dude is, he was fucking... He was better than half the other people that were moshing. I mean, there, he's got to cool. be... He's got to be fucking 50 something, 50 something. Yeah. He's got to yeah. be 50 something like 100%. Um, Jake trying to kill save. I guess he just hates old people or something. That's gonna, I mean, can't imagine any other reason why he'd want to kill that guy. He's um, fucking ageist. <laughs> um, yeah, that it was good. Good. Uh, good couple shows over the last month. Not too many, but the ones I went to are pretty good. The, the North Jersey, the North Jersey uh, three days in a row kind of almost killed me though, but it was sick. Yeah, fuck, fuck all that, brother. Uh, it, it's kind of amazing how you guys can just like find venues up there. I guess because like metal and punk music is just like ingrained in the Northeast to an extent. Like, like that place, Sean's Crazy Saloon. Like, in a hundred million years, you couldn't just walk up to some bar in Pensacola and be like, "Yo, can we like have a show here?" Well, They'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> no, like go the fuck home. <laughs> The thing is, is like I feel like Jersey now, like currently, we're finding a lot of things to do shows at. But the last, I would say, a couple of years, dude, it's been fucking impossible. And I and and I think you remember you you played a show I did in the beginning of the year or at the end of last year, and there was an AOA see the pain show I had, and I could not find anywhere to do it. It was impossible. Yeah. And then, dude, I mean. Brian Litterbox, shout out to him. He he showed up to Sean's Crazy Saloon, walked in, and they just let, they were like they loved him and just let him do it. It was pretty crazy. The dude has a fucking way with words. I don't know. He's he's yeah, that's awesome. He's honestly instrumental right now for New Jersey in finding places for shows. I mean, he's 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 taken a lot of the shows that like other people can't do or don't want to do, and he's helping bands out. He's doing a lot of he's finding a lot of new places, houses, venues, and shit. He's really helping everybody out. I mean. Greg and I are trying to do what we can. Jason does what he can. Um, Caden's been looking for shit, but this dude, Brian, he's been really, really killing it. Uh, and I think right now, like, I think Jersey has a a good five places right now that we can do shows of varying sizes. And I think that that's going to make for like a moment over the next however many months or years. So I think we're going to have a moment over here because there's a bunch of shit that's about to happen and that I'm working on. I know they're working on it. It's going to be sick. Hell yeah fire it's hard uh, bro i think that's all we got have you got anything else uh no those those were all the shows uh let, let's hear from within shit bro uh hardcore pride coming up at the end of this month uh breaking news it looks like uh well we we are going to uh there's going to be a venue change uh, dude really it's, yeah it's completely out of my hands and it's not anyone's fault but the person who does the church and i'll leave it at that so Double trying to figure bro trying to yeah literally uh trying to figure it out hopefully i have uh, hopefully by next week for sure we have that posted so we can get the word out 
Uh, it's not the end of the world. I mean, I'm not like bumped too bummed about it i mean no one was going just because it was at the church you know what i mean it's just yeah. like a legendary place so it is cool but there's other good shit and i yeah. mean underground arts are like that there's there's good shit there yeah but i got the call earlier so i'm i'm we're trying to figure that out uh hopefully over the you know by the end of the week for sure we have it figured out so stay tuned for that but it's still happening march 24th and 25th friday and saturday um, and like I said, that updated flyer will be posted as soon as I figure out what's going on. So, and, and the day before, go to the fucking tsunami show, Scarab's opening up. Yep, Scarab first show. I will be there for that actually because I'll be in town already. So, let's go. Yeah, hang it out, bro. Yeah, has, uh, you got any news before we end this? Um, I got, uh, yeah, so. Fool's Game shirts are in. I got to fucking ship those. If you listen to this and you bought a shirt, you'll get it soon. Um, I ordered the Never Again cut down tapes. If you listen to this and you bought one of those, they'll be shipped out in a couple weeks. Um, I got, I guess I'll say it here. Um, I'm doing a band called Done Deal from the Bay. They're, they have a demo coming out, I think, next week. I'm trying to figure that out right now. But, uh, That'll be that'll be up for streaming and you can order it soon. And then um, high reach it's coming soon. It's fucking amazing. So look out for that. Hell yeah. And before I forget, uh, there is a new podcast that is from within records associated. It's called dudes doing movies. It is Dan from Warren and Lennon from envision seat of pain. Uh, they have a new podcast, basically talking about movies. They love talking about like- nonsense new trailers <laughs> new trailers and shit like that um it's pretty good the second episode came out today on uh the first of march so if that's your thing check it out and I, I listened to it and i've never watched the movie and it was still entertaining yeah yeah and it basically like if you haven't watched the movies just listen to them it's not like they don't like spoil the movies exactly so it just give you like an incentive to go, oh i should check this out so um yeah but oh. Either way, they'll will do movies you've seen. So check it out if you like it. It is entertaining, and it's two people like two hardcore kids, not talking about hardcore about movies. But you know, you get the vibes. I also forgot one thing. Um, there's a show that uh, that Takedown is doing. Takedown Events, which is basically Greg and I. Um, it's March 28th. It's the Banner Hangman Last Wishes Bayway and Curate. At the Kenilworth VFW in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Uh, it starts at uh, doors at six, shows at 6 30, 15 bucks. The address is 33 South 21st Street, Kenilworth, New Jersey. Um, fucking new venue, new VFW. Uh, the banner and last wishes are crazy VFW vibes right there. Um, kind of, I mean, Banner hasn't really played, I mean, Banner plays right now, but this is going to be a pretty big one for them. I think they're going to do some older tracks. So, if you're in the around, you should check that shit out. Cool. Hell yeah. Is that it? I think so. Uh, I gotta go back to Forbidden Forest, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll get into the episode with Dom. And like I said, we should be back on track with the releases or uh, podcast episodes and shit. Uh, like I said, technical difficulties just kind of prolonged this one getting released. But um, yeah. All right. Well, peace. peace. All right, introduce yourself, bro. <laughs> Getting right <laughs> into <Introduce> myself. <laughs>
no motherfucker. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Uh, this we, We've tried to do this, I think, like five times, and now it's finally happening. Uh, we got we got our boy Dom on the podcast finally. Uh, I'm not kidding. We tried to do this a bunch of times, and like for one reason or another, it never worked out. So we've been waiting for an hour for him. Yeah, Dylan is not gonna get Beria with his uh, with his girlfriend <laughs> now. Oh, I know it's not, it's all good. I'm fucking around. <laughs> but yeah, we got our friend Dom from uh, Simulacra on. I'm excited for this one. Legend of the Northeast. So yeah. Uh. Where do you want to start, Dylan? Where do I want to start? What's the all right? Introduce yourself. Let's actually go with that. Hey, introduce yourself, bro. Introduce myself. Well, twenty six, Frederick. <laughs> he doesn't even say ASL, bro. He doesn't even say his name. He says his age and where he's from. Twenty six M Frederick. <laughs> all right, all right, so. all right. Uh, First off, uh, you guys just went to Portland or Seattle. Where, where the fuck? What city was that actually in? We Jag. went to Washington, and Jag was in Tacoma. But we went to uh, Seattle to, like, chill and shit. But the actual fest was in uh, Tacoma. All right, well, give us the rundown of it. What, what did you do in Seattle? The, the show dope. and not the show. What, what was – let's yeah, hear we'll, we'll start out because we were chilling, like, a day or two beforehand. So we were fucking – we got to the hotel. The hotel was cool. Grade stayed uh, in the same hotel as us. It was dope, man. We just chilled. Honestly, we went to uh, the uh, Kurt Cobain, I guess, suicide house. I don't know. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was great. The vibes were on point. <laughs> uh, Do you fuck with Nirvana? Uh, not really. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> being there was cool. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's one of those places where, like, you show your coworkers, oh, I went to this place. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, rock on. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's, a cool little place. that's, like, one of the things you talk to about your coworkers is, like, Nirvana. Because that's the only thing you guys have in common. It's, like, you know who that is. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a, a good band. point. That's a good point. So, that, uh, was a, that was a fun experience. But, and then we went to uh, – I wish we had more time, man. We went to uh, that record store. I forgot what it was called. Apparently, it's, like, famous. Uh their their whole like backline is like discogs.com apparently. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. Um it was dope. And then we we didn't have time to go in that needle thing that everyone does. I know Grid went because they came before us. But uh that Are you big about that? Thing, this motherfucker said shit. the needle thing. You mean the space needle? <laughs> yeah, done. You know what I'm talking about. Needle thing, bro. He didn't want to say that loud because he was too sad about it. He's like, oh, I don't want to bring yeah. this back. <laughs> but um, it was cool, man. It was just like a bunch of like sightseeing shit, you know, touristy stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the well, that's the vibe when you go to yeah. anywhere, really. Especially what about there. the uh, what about the show? How was the show? It's the first time <laughs> this has happened, right? <laughs> like I was playing Washington. No, no, like the just another gig. This is the first year. No, this is like start. the fifth one. No, nah, is it? Nah, this is like the yeah. third. Yeah, third or fourth, I think. Dude, maybe I'm fucking. I'm fucked. I don't know, bro. I thought it was the first one. <laughs> you, you kind of are. <laughs> I think it's been like third or fourth. Yeah, but it, dude, it was cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I I didn't know what to expect. I've never been to Washington for anything. I don't think, and uh, it was really cool. The vibe was on point. Uh, met a lot of cool people. A lot of Delaware heads were there, like a lot of older Delaware heads. It was really interesting. 
Delaware, Washington is like the spot where a lot of people from Delaware move to. I don't know why, but like, I think, uh, I forget his name because I just met him, but he played drums in, uh, in Mully's first band. I know Max was there. Well, Max, he was the second one, but the first one was this dude. Um, he was awesome. I forget. I'm blanking on his name, but he played drums in what was, uh, his first band. Uh, Mullies? I, I honestly yeah. don't know. I, I yeah. straight up don't know. I forget the name. But um yeah, he came there. Everyone was there. Garrett, uh the original vocalist of the night. Uh they're all there. It was cool. Hell yeah. It was a good time. And then yeah, man, just the vibe was on point. Uh people were moshing and shit. It was cool. The the show number one, the show was packed, which is always sick. You know what I mean? Uh it was sold out, right? I think so. Yeah, the band's reaction. Every band's reaction. It's because of Simulacra. Awesome. That's why I sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just uh, trying to be humble. <laughs> the, the, room yeah. looked, the room looked pretty small, but like in a cool way. Not like crazy small, but like when you think of like a fest or something similar, like, I don't know. It just seemed like a small room. So, I don't know. The vibe, I'm guessing, was cool because of that because it was like kind of more personal, I, not like a football field. So. Yeah, it was like kind of mid-sized. It wasn't tiny. It was like, I'd say like, you know, like fucking like, I don't know, like the size of like a fucking shitty pizza shop or some shit. It was cool. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Awesome but, uh, comparison. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It was dope, though. Um, right. I had a good time. What was the best set? I, I know Dan from Warren in a group chat. He said Apex Predator had the best set. Uh, well, what was, was your favorite Force. set? Oh, was, yeah, Honestly, was your Mind Forest was probably my favorite. Okay. Um, just because, like, their reaction all the time is always, like, insane. Yeah. But uh, the grid set was obviously cool. Um, the Apex Predator set was quite never heard. heard I've thing. never heard them that. ever, but that I, I remember cool. just in the chat, I'm in with him. He was like, holy shit, they were fucking yeah. insane. I met the dude from uh, that same gag. I guess he's in that band, too. Word. I, th- I don't know if his name's Jose or what, but he was cool. He was a cool dude. Um, yeah, it was cool. Every band was honestly cool. Every band had a reaction. So, did you go to the? Uh, did you go to the Brotherhood Monument where the uh, where the picture was nah, taken? Man. Not about that life, bro. <laughs> oh, you, you don't fuck with them? I'm, I'm, well, not really, but like, nah. I didn't That's do it. I saw. No, no one has to fuck with them. I just yeah. curious if you went. I know. I Carl saw maybe twenty five fucking wait, people post that thing. I wait, did we go? Was that the place we went? I don't think it was. No, you know what? No, we did go. We did go. I'm fucking stupid. I was going to say, I think Xavier yeah, yeah. like posted a picture of it, but I can't remember. Yeah. It looks different when you were there. So. True. Who, do, who does uh, Xavier rep harder nowadays? Gridiron or Simulacra? I mean, <laughs> he writes. I don't think he writes for Grid. He writes everything for Sam. So. No, Will definitely writes everything for Grid. I would have <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, real quick, I'll talk about my origin to meeting you really quick because it's really <laughs> funny. I think the first time I ever saw you was UB 2015. Oh, and my you, God. You were just being a fucking menace out there. Bro. <laughs> and I literally was just like, dude, who is this fucking dickhead, bro? <laughs> and then flash forward a year later, uh, we go on like a week-long tour together to California. It was Jesus Peace Bind. Uh, Malice at the Palace, and that's what, what a we time, like. Man. 
That's yeah. yeah. No, I mean, honestly, that was a really good time. Like those shows, time. it went through Texas all the way out to California. Um, we even had a show in Baton Rouge. Um, yeah. And that's when we met and I was like, Oh, this dude's like sick. Like, yeah, I guess dude, he's like was, hurting uh, people out there, but you know, fuck it. He's yeah. cool. <laughs> dude, that, that tour was so fun. Cause it was like, I think that was the first time vibe, Bob, Bob, Bob and I got a super close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Dude, just, I don't know, just the vibe of every show is super dope. Like, those random-ass fucking cities. You know what I mean? It, it was just fun. Um, that was your long hair era, bro, wasn't it? Yeah. I, no. Yeah. Did I still have long I probably I did still have did. long hair. Yeah, I probably yeah, did. Yeah. It was probably... Uh, actually, I think everyone back then, except Bob in MATP, had really long hair. Oh, yeah. That like, Robert did. Good. I know Alex did. Um, Adam definitely did. Uh, Dick, the drummer, his hair wasn't like super long, but it was kind of longer. And then Bob just was. Is his name Richard? No, his name is Tyler, but he's a dickhead, uh, so we call him Dick. That's sick. <laughs> that's dude, so I want to meet someone. I want to meet someone that like his actual nickname is Dick. There, dude. No, no, no one of our age is going by that though. That's what I mean. It's <laughs> fucking perfect. It's awesome. I don't know. I don't know, bro. His name's gonna be fucking Richard. I was gonna say I don't know the first time I met Dom. It's just been someone said hello, hello I think to we've just like now. Been in each other's presence for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, but I will say something that I was thinking about was when Shackle was on tour. I had to do the drive from what was the last Texas show we did, Carter? Was it with uh, since my beloved? Fort what Worth. was it? Fort yeah. Worth. Fort Worth. Yeah. I had to drive from Fort Worth to Tucson in one night, which is like. <laughs> like 14 hours or something like Jesus that Christ. and you drove the whole way by yourself yeah i did i did it uh Holy i think i fuck, bro. <laughs> i think that someone else did maybe the last hour the last two hours but i did at least 12 on my own and uh dom saved me from like 3 or 4 a.m to like 10 a.m we were just texting about random ass shit and it was the oh, only yeah. thing it was literally the only thing i could i was focusing on and i was just i thought i was gonna fucking die before he hit me up so I think I was at work when we were texting. I, I, uh, that was when I worked super insanely early. So I remember that. <laughs> so that uh, I was thinking just today, I was just thinking about the Dom thing. I was like, God damn. If, I, if Dom didn't text me, I probably would have fucking crashed into a mountain or something. So that was during like the shackle run, right? Yeah, that was the last yeah. the last week we were doing. We did our last Texas show into Arizona. I had to drive the whole way into Arizona because everyone was sleeping. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that was that night was absolutely fucking horrible. But yeah. yeah, I do remember texting about the most like the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot exactly what we were talking about, but I know it was funny as fuck. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm I'm fried, bro. You know, like I am fried. My memory is like <laughs> like a fucking goldfish. It, it might have uh, been fourteen different things. What are you saying? Uh, what's the first tour you ever went on, Dom? The first tour I ever went on. Who was it with? I want to say it was this band from Frederick, this band called Instigate. That's dope, bro. <laughs> and we did the three-day tour, three or four-day tour, and it was Frederick, Virginia, I think like West Virginia, and then fucking New York City. <laughs> What dude, a was, run right there. It was so random. And I remember, like, we were all, I dude, I was, like, 13. Yeah, old school shit. So, like, I was, like, so hyped, and I was, like, dude, this is, like, a big thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I remember, I remember every show, obviously, was, like, insanely dead. And then, like, 
the New York one, they were like talking up like it was gonna be like the biggest thing ever. We got there, it was like a like a pizza shop, like underneath the pizza shop in a bar. <laughs> there wasn't even like, dude, there wasn't even someone like eating or drinking. There was no one in there, and we just played to ourselves. But it was, the vibe was still like, like we drove there. It was like all of us. We just chilled. It was still like a really. Had fun you been time, in New honestly. York be- uh, before? Probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you it in was, this uh, band? Nah, I just did merch. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. Did merch for the employee. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think that was my first ever tour. But like, actually, like the actual like first first tour, I'd say I think was it was either year of the knife or fucking that malice tour. Okay, yeah. I mean that, like we said, that MATP tour was like genuinely awesome. Like that was just yeah. like a, a straight a up fun time. time. Like yeah. at the time, obviously Jesus Peace was like popping off. So is MATP, but like the fact that Bind was on that tour is kind of crazy to think about. In my opinion, like, dude, they like it's so crazy because they could have been like the biggest band ever. Yeah, they LP, literally could have. LP would have been. Yeah, it would have been huge. It would literally have been humongous, but. They That's were cool. sadly. It's a, a letdown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sadly, most hardcore bands, it's too many fucking idiots in the same room together who just can't yeah. get it together. So you know, it's a tale as old as time. But that's how it, that's how it is most of the time. Then fucking then not. But, yeah, of, uh, of course. I think even if they never, you know, if they never do anything else, and they come back years later, I still think people will care. And that's yeah. a big thing. Is that like I think uh, you won't get that same reaction with a lot of current hardcore bands you know what i mean i don't no. think a lot of people will care years from now but that band uh people still wear their shirts yeah, like, yeah. Post your i mean shirt. i think it's one of those bands where like i'm cutting you motherfuckers off like it's like, no no, no fucking, it's okay it's but, okay uh, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like the music and it's super hard to do um it's super hard to have influence and be a band that's based off influence but while having it's like 50 50 right it's like originality and influence originality and influence yeah and it's really hard to uh mix be in the middle and yeah. mix it and, and it go well uh without because you know a lot of bands do have the the uh influential part when they're just like ripping off the band that yeah. they're trying to sound like you know what i mean but uh a lot of people don't realize that you can't do that and uh ex- you know uh carry on like that your whole career that's just not not that's just not feasible you know what i mean yeah um so i think vine you know um was super creative pulled from a lot of shit and uh they made their own sound from a lot of different things which i really like that's the kind of shit i like you know what i mean when uh obviously there's influence there but it's also like its own creative thing where it's like it's it's you can't replicate vine you know what i mean yeah for sure why not yeah and uh like you said, if they played FYA again, it would be fucking insane straight up. Oh, I remember yeah. I remember FYA to 2017. They played it was at the Orpheum, and that set till this day is like one of the craziest FYA sets, I think. I think it's on oh, the yeah, back yeah. of 2017. I think it's on the back of one of their shirts where it just literally looks like the entire like United States is watching them. Like Dude, and like it's cool with them too, because they had like a gradual rise you know what i mean like it wasn't like an overnight thing that a lot of bands have now where it's like obviously like like the internet has a huge play in that but like 
even in 2017, like it was, it was super hard to, you know, get like a overnight sensation. I feel like that that, that yeah. wasn't really a thing. I, maybe I'm wrong. That wasn't really a thing in 2017. That, I feel like that's, around. I feel like that's new. I feel like that's a new, yeah. like, like, like yeah. no disrespect to them, but like gridiron. I don't think like that really happens or pain of truth. That doesn't really happen. That didn't really happen to bands. Literally. Now. Yeah. Both those bands kind of overnight. Yeah. Like think about mind force. Like, People liked Mind Force, obviously, like, but it really isn't. Yeah, it's only in like the last two years that they have just become like the biggest like hardcore band straight up on earth right now. I saw. Even if you add the band before that, they did right. It's still gradual. Even if even if uh, it was quicker, it's still gradual because the band before that, right? It's all the same members, isn't it? Yeah, Living Laser. That started so long ago. Yeah, their yeah. demo came out in 2016. It's almost 10 years later. Like, yeah. you know, when you think about it, it's literally 2023. It's coming up yeah. in in in, 20, in 2026. It'll be 10 years, which is straight up absurd. That's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked yeah. up. So if, I think about that. If we were that, going for 10 uh, years, we should be better be playing fucking Dynamo or some shit. <laughs> fucking every show. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I think about that with like Sea to Pain too. Like, it took Sea to Pain like a, a hot long minute time. to catch on to like regular, like, your average hardcore kid liking them, like it took a while. I I still lived I would in say it's in the last that came out. I would say like Cedar Pain is in the last year they they started like yeah, getting crazy straight up. How long have they been a band? I don't remember. Twenty eighteen, so five years. Okay, okay. I was about to say I know it's like uh, it wasn't like like past twenty sixteen. No, no, twenty eighteen. But um, yeah, or before twenty. Yeah. Um, never never give up, people. It'll catch yeah. on. It'll catch on That's eventually. Here, yeah. But um, when, when I mean, with Sam, it's like we, I mean, even now, I still, it's kind of hard for me to believe that people like, like even saying like our lyrics and shit, it's kind of hard for me to believe because when we released our demo, like, when was that? 2019? I don't even remember. 2019, yeah. 2019, yeah. yeah. Um, we <laughs> all agree four years that, ago because it came out in, in, up. it came out in February, did it not? think so your first show was with us in january i think it came out like a month or two later so it had to be yeah. january to march it came like out that. february 25th so tomorrow is four years damn that's fucked up yeah, yeah. it's crazy Dude, we, we just agreed we were going to be like a uh just like the opening mosh band that's all we wanted to be and that's all that's the only band i wanted to be a part of really you know what i mean that's all yeah I, like you know because i was in like a kind of like a 90s metallic band before that which it didn't really go how i wanted it so i was we we all disagreed we weren't gonna do it anymore and um x and i like have, were always around each other you know just because i was always in delaware and we both were, like we were both in the same shit and um we went we went through like three different cycles of the band and finally the third one i was like okay like i kind of i this vibe i kind of dig with you, you know what i mean so uh uh that's kind of how everything started but yeah, like we just uh, from the beginning, we were just like, yo, like we didn't really care what shows we played. We, we just wanted to be like the local, like heavy the band. ass beater band. You wanted your <laughs> yeah, friends to yeah. beat each other up to you. Yeah, that's all we cared about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's so cool to me to even like that we're even doing the things we're doing now. You know, like if we were to like, you know, if we if we were to stop playing today. I'd be so happy with everything we did. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah, bro. So, I mean, that's a that's a very good way to look at it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, real quick, how did you like how did you get connected with people in Delaware? You know, not being from there. Like, how did that because when I first 
like met you. I straight up thought you were from Delaware because I know you like roll yeah. with your Dude, knife. And, Jet like, from Vomit Forth said I was talking about you to him the other day. He was like, I, I said something about you in Maryland. He's like, isn't he from Delaware? I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I a mean, lot of people straight up might not know that. Yeah, I'm from Frederick, which is like an hour from Baltimore and like two hours from Delaware. But uh, I don't, I'm trying to remember exactly just because it's been so long. But I'm pretty sure um, how it happened was I was going to Philly shows like when I was super young. Like I've been going to Philadelphia shows like every show Joe booked since I was like probably. Dude, I would say like literally like 13 or 14. Dude, I was going to say, I'm. Uh, Bob just told me he saw you like getting out of like a car at the church when you were like 13 years old. Yeah. Like, like which I is was pretty crazy. Like, yeah, I was with like like late, like late 20s, early 30 dudes. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm like, yeah, yeah. They would just take me, they would just take me to every show there. Yeah. And I think, I think there I met, I met all of you the night and Jesus Peace and all of those, everyone. And Bob and all them, and I met—I actually met Bob, trying to get me into a an after show in Philly that I think Malice was playing, and like the bouncer wouldn't let me in because I was too young. And so Bob literally just threw me in the doors, <laughs> like threw me, <laughs> shoved me through the door. I remember that he just like pushed me into the door, and I, I just fucking chilled. Just got in. Was that yeah. Ort Liebs or whatever? I think so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Was My it, memory is so fucking bad. It, dude, was it a uh, Kung Fu necktie? <laughs> nah, it was, uh, we played there with Vomit Forth the last day of our run. I think it was Or, or Leaves, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Or yeah, Leaves yeah. is like, has so much lore of people not being able to get into it, but someone that's involved in that squad, like getting them into the st- show dude, at that specific so funny. venue. I remember like talking to the bouncer, he was like, you can't come in. I looked at Bob and shrugged, and he just shoved me in the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times. Uh, but yeah, not to to ask a super generic question, but just really quick, uh, just brief summary on how you got into hardcore, like in the first place, really quick. For the people listening that want to know that, you know, yeah, don't know you Um, personally or anything. Well, how I got into it. Um, like who showed you, who was the person that showed you a band and you were like, what the fuck is this? Well, I'll tell you everything. I remember everything that I remember, like, like it was yesterday. So I, I grew up with this guy named Matt, uh, Matt Breen. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Matt Breen. I'm not. Okay. Well, he used to be in this band called Instigate. He's a Frederick dude, but he's coming to Philly and Baltimore shows all the time. Uh, I remember because obviously like before that, you know, we were going to these like ass shows. And so uh, I remember one day, you know, he came over to my house and he was wearing this like graffiti ass shirt. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is that? We were like 12. Like, dude, we were so young. <laughs> we were like 12 or like, I don't know. Fucking super young. And he was like, oh, I was like, what does it say? He was like, it says agitator. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. The fuck is that? And so I was like, I was like, thinking about it. And he, he tr- I remember this so like, like it was, yes, he tried to get me like not to like it he was like he, he wanted to be in it, part of it by himself you know what I mean? <laughs> he's like yeah i don't think he'd like it and i was like huh okay and so i looked it up and i was like man this is like kind of sick it's super aggressive like like it's super crazy you know the show is and uh it was like back in the day where i thought like i don't know like in my head i was like man i could like i didn't it was before i realized like going to hardcore was like or 
being a part of hardcore is like going to the shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just sitting in my room, like just like watching all these videos that Sonny would post. You know what I mean? At mm-hmm. fucking, I was young as fuck. And, and uh, I was like, man, this is crazy. And I'll just continue to watch these videos. And um, I remember the same guy, Maddie, asked me, he was like, hey, uh, this band Soul Search playing DC. And this had to have been like, what? You're talking about like 2009? No, this had to have been 11. Oh, 11. I'm trying to think. I saw Soul Search. It might have been 2011 that I saw them in Birmingham, Alabama, actually. Yeah, they were touring a lot at the time. Yeah. But that was like my first bigger show. Okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm down. Uh, so I went. I lied. That was a lie. That was my second show. But uh, what was the first? Fucking... You ready for this one? Yes, I, I, literally, <laughs> I literally am. Yeah. Bro, TUI in Frederick, Maryland. Damn. Really? That was your that first was my one? First show. That was my first show. Because I remember going in, I had no idea what to expect. I was just going because my boy was going, and it blew my mind. You know what I mean? Like, it like was you like, didn't know who Trapped in Rice was. You had no idea. Not really, bro. Damn. Not really. Yeah. Um, and this was in I 2011? Think, I think. I, I My memory is ass, so you got to give me a, a break here. But I think that was my first show. It was. It's either that one was the second or, or mixing them up. Like, one okay. of them was the first, yeah. But uh, I remember going and, dude, it was, like, incredible. It was I mean, like Big Kiss Goodnight had just came out in 2011. So, I mean, that was a, a pretty crazy i saw them in 2011 it was either right before or right when big kiss goodnight came out they played tallahassee and that was the first time i ever saw them and i mean that's like honestly maybe like the best i mean i don't know for sure because i wasn't there in like 2008 or what the fuck ever but i mean i feel like that is probably a really awesome time to see trapped in her eyes like they had three three records and a demo of fucking hits yeah it was incredible man i mean like that show, like, I can honestly say, like, changed my entire life. Just because, like, I, w- I went to that show and then I found out about uh, Baltimore City shows and then I started going to the art space. And that was, like, after the art space shows, it's like a, like a speeding bullet. Like, I went to every single show in Baltimore from, like, 2012 to whenever the art space closed. I was at e- almost every single one. And, uh, yeah. It was, it was a such a special time, and I that I don't think in general like we'll ever get back just because like it was like it was like a community thing. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that's just like not a thing anymore. I don't know, man. Um, I know what you well, mean. Uh, it's like hard to say because we are older now, and I think yeah. like you said, there's like a magic when you're that age. Like, dude, I I used to go like everywhere, like. Kind of similar, like 
Birmingham, New Orleans, uh, even like Mississippi. I saw Soul Search, Naysayer, and Zabalba in Mississippi, bro. <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> like this is way back in the day. Rob Goodspeed drove me. I didn't even have a license yet. I'm pretty yeah. sure I didn't have a license. And he was like, hey, Soul Search is playing this skate park in Mississippi. Do you want to come with us? And I was like, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. They had a good yeah. tour in the world then. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. They got all over. And then Naysayer played Mobile the next day. And I'm not kidding. Six of us paid. It was insane. <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> terrible. I felt bad for them. Um, but, I mean, me and my I'm friends. Sure it was so like cool. literally me and five of my friends moshing and no one else yeah. there. So, so cool, we had fun, you know, maybe yeah. they, they appreciated it, but, um, yeah. there is definitely a magic about being that age and all your friends haven't dropped out yet or stopped giving a fuck. And, you know, like everyone constantly wants to go to a show and they'll do anything to go. And like, you probably didn't have like a serious job at the time. So you could just, kinda, yeah. you know what I mean? So dude, it's, so, it's like, it's like you were young. So like there was a bunch of people you looked up to and like people a little bit younger than them that you still looked up to a little bit and like people your age like it was just like when you're young everything is so big to you you know what i mean yeah, so it's for like sure. it's like uh it was like a new experience that like i didn't take for granted and like i met so many cool people that i still talk to, to this day and like you know um it's so cool i mean like i'm sure everyone says this but like the, the coolest part of hardcore is like you see these people on these stages that like you listen to and like you can actually talk to them and you get they're to just your boys like yeah and like uh it was just like so mind-blowing to me because like when i was young i would like listen to these bands like a disgusting amount like i was like violently obsessed like i still am you know what i mean and like yeah i would see them and it's like unreal you know what i mean like yeah 100 percent. yeah dude it i don't even know what to say about it man it's just like such a crazy experience like i've seen so much crazy shit happen in the art space you know what i mean that, like yeah yeah no one will ever be able to do shit like that nowadays, I feel like. But uh yeah, man, a bunch of good times and I don't even know what what, what else to say about it really. Dude, <laughs> I, I I have like a it, it sounds really corny and embarrassing, but like uh, I have a moment kind of like that. Um so when I was younger, like when I first got into hardcore, one of my favorite bands was Harm's Way because like there was oh, a fucking awesome. there was a ski mask pick, they were straight edge, <laughs> like they were so like all hell. You know yeah, I mean? like, they were like metallic, but in like, I don't know, like at the time, dude, that's the thing. At the time, I didn't know anything like Harm's Way and Foundation and like TUI were like my favorite bands like Foundation. I would have got like fireproof tattooed on my neck at that point in time. <laughs> I had no idea what any of the bands were that influenced them. I literally would just get on the bus in like the ninth or the 10th grade um, and just listen to hang your head on fucking repeat, literally like on my fucking iPod so nano awesome. or whatever. But yeah. I remember being obsessed with harm's way and being like, dude, the singer is like this Jack psychopath. Cause you know, when you're young, you're just like, like that dude's literally a teacher now. I'm pretty sure yeah. like, he's literally a well, normal ass he, guy. You think he like, like fucking like. Dude, just like, like shovels a concrete for a living yeah. or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just like something crazy. Just, but dude, like. You think they're a mystic being. And then in 2015, I toured with harm's way for like 31 days on a tour. And yeah. dude, like, I don't know. And I know it sounds corny. And, and like, now that I'm older, I realize like, oh, that's just, he's just a normal person. But kind of yeah. at that time, I was like, dude, I'm going on tour with like one of the bands. Like that, like, yeah. One yeah. of the bands that got me into this shit. And in 2015, I mean, I was even a little older. Like I was out of, uh, I'd been out of high school for a couple years. So. But I don't know. Just thinking about stuff like that is like definitely, it's crazy to think about. It's interesting, man. And a lot of people think I'm like 
I'm sure this happens to you too. You're you're the same age as me, right? Maybe you're older. I'm I'm a little bit older than you, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 26. A lot of people think I'm older, but like around the time I got into hardcore was when you know Big Kiss Goodnight was like just released and stuff like that. Or maybe yeah. what 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 year was it? 2011 it came out i remember 20, getting no, 20, okay maybe i got I the was, cd uh, uh i got the cd pre-order uh i remember getting the cd pre-order it came with this big ass poster yeah. uh you know when reaper records was like on top of the like dude at that point in time you couldn't i loved reaper bro like they oh, had back 2011 it was like that's what yeah that's they had backtrack naysayer yeah. fire and ice even when i got trapped into, in rice my like, first shows 2013 2014 i remember being obsessed with reaper too yeah, it's fucking. That's like what you got into at that time. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that. Like, that was the modern, like yeah. the modern band I fucked with was like Reaper Records type hardcore. Yeah. Exactly. So, and that, it's yeah. so funny because like I remember like back in 2011, old heads fucking with uh, what is the one band uh with the dudes? It's like the Iceman mixed with fucking like singing and shit. You talking about Fire and Ice? Nah, what are you talking it's, about? Uh, it's on Reaper. It? Yeah, they they have that song called Heavens. Oh man! Oh, like, uh, yeah. You know uh, yeah, only you talking about that song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember, like World Collapse. I remember World like, Collapse. Yeah, I remember old heads wearing World Collapse shit, and I was like, I listened to it. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> but now, but now that I know like what it's about and what it is, like, I'm fucking obsessed with it. I love. I I you turn that I mean? on literally probably. I'm not kidding. At least like once every two weeks, I listen to that. Dude, it's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. I love it. But yeah, man. Like I mean, those bands showed me like like a lot of older shit too. Like I got like I found out about Crown of Thorns through Chopping Rice and like Biohazard yeah. and like all that shit. You know. Um, but yeah, 2011 was a a big year for like everything that got me and i i think i found out like i didn't get into crown of thorns until like when i was a little bit older but i definitely found out about them because of the trapped in a rice singers tattoo like i literally if i remember correctly i probably literally googled mentally vexed and was like why does he have that yeah yeah yeah, when you google that (laughs) probably the first thing that comes up i imagine is crown of thorns so i was like oh yo this dude's dark yeah (laughs) (laughs) this dude's fucked but uh, what made him get that (laughs) dude i remember like like i remember um my friends that were older showed me the first ever like band from the 90s that my friends showed me were in cold blood and it like that's kind of crazy that's a that's a great yeah Yeah, I went to the reunion shows, I think, in, like, 2013, I think it was. Was it good or bad? Yeah, dude, it was incredible. It was with the original vocalist. And now yeah. Cold Blood is playing Beatdown Nation. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I, I talked to but, I talked uh, to Bob about that at one point. I was like, dude, how amazing would it be if, like, Cold Blood could just play, like, an actual set at FYA? It dude, would be, be it'd be awesome. I don't know I how many kids, like, give a shit about them, but they're fucking awesome. I think they had a wave, like, of popularity. And now I feel like no one gives a shit now, but like yeah. dude, that band is incredible and does not get the credit they deserve. Like I know that I, one dude. I agree. Obviously, yeah, the one dude is in mushroom right now, the vocalist. Um that was on Hell on Earth. But the original vocalist that was on the demo played that show. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. Um and dude, I think the vocalist that that is was in Mushroom or is in is in Mushroom Head. Uh I think he has like a little cover band where he plays in Cold Blood songs. 
which mean, is that's like funny that's and awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I was go gonna say just just <laughs> going back to what we were talking about, like you were talking about the art space and all the crazy shit you saw and how it helped you. I feel like not many people like I have Game Changer World, and Game Changer World was one that I would I would literally walk to Game Changer World. And I went to every single show there, no matter what the show was, and I watched like. Yeah. Like at hardcore shows, like people would still fight security at Game Changer and shit, like they just beat the shit and throw them out the doors and stuff. Like it was insane there. So, um, was that a normal thing? Like, yes, it happened like, oh, all wow. the time. It happened yeah. so fucking often. Because I saw that happen one time and I was like, I couldn't tell if that was like a normal thing. I feel like it's like it was like the last place where security actually kept getting beat up if they were fucking. Yeah, like, they were like crying. They were crying and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, the, the, sec- the security was getting their ass whooped. They yes. were getting their ass. Yeah, destroyed, bro. They were crying and everything. Back but, uh, school, bro. Yeah, that, that, that happened yeah. so often there, and like there were like bands that would play there that would like. And this, I, I was I, so it opened. I think when I was a freshman or sophomore, so like I would go there, and I, and I had been going to shows for a minute, but like I'd go to a lot of emo shows. Like sometimes I go to like hardcore shows. Sometimes I go to Starland Ballroom and see like yeah, fucking for the fallen dreams or something. Um, Dude, actually, you, but you you go to every show at this venue. You know what I mean? Like that's how yeah. I was with the art space. Like. Like there would be like TUI on like a Friday, and then like someone would be having like a a birthday show on Saturday. Like everyone, would be, everyone, yeah, would be new. everyone and, and, knew would go, and it would be all kinds of genres. So I'd see like I'd be at like this band from New Jersey, this like deathcore band called Float Face Down, played there once, okay. and they Death were telling shit, bro. Yeah, and they were telling people to like 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 smash people out the fucking doors, and then a month later, Soul Search and Fury and Misery played on the small stage that Greg did. So like that place. I get what you mean, like having yeah. something that you went to all the time and it being so big for you. That, that yeah. was game changer. And a lot of my dude, a lot of my friends, honestly, like that went to those shows. Like some of them aren't even here anymore. Like a lot, some of them passed away, and like, uh, yeah. you know, like a lot of people, like that. Like I'm not even fr- like friends that I had then. Like I'm not even friends friends with now. And it's like it's just like a special time because like I. uh you know, life is as, as you get older and ever for everyone, like life changes, you know what I mean? And like your, your, um, circle will get smaller. No one, you know, no one says it, you know, but that's like the truth is like a part of life, you know? Yeah. You know, at least you're like your immediate circle. And, uh, that time, you know, I just remember like, you know, learning a lot about like real friendship and like, uh, Brother, at that point in time, the Actual unity, and stuff like the that, unity yeah. was real back then. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Like when you're younger, everyone is for the most part like cool with everyone. Like, yeah. Now yeah, I, 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 it sounds so corny. I miss that sometimes. Like, there's so many politics in hardcore. Like even me, like there'll be a person yeah. I'd be like, that dude fucking sucks, bro. Fuck his <laughs> yeah. Like you know, yeah. even if even if I if I probably would fuck with it, and I I hate to be that way, but. <laughs> that i don't know that's life sometimes but uh yeah, yeah. i mean it, 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 that i feel like some in a way it was kind of the same then but just like the aspect of like i was hanging out with like these like you're young so you can do whatever you want like these those friends i had then like i was hanging out with them every day day in day out because i didn't have anything else to do you know what i mean and like yeah you know now it's like as you get older you have a like a, a job you have to figure out you have to do all these other things and like you hang out with your friends when you're able to you know what i mean like and it, some it's people just, choose to care about music and hardcore and shit like that and some people don't they choose other shit you know yeah, I mean? yeah. and they're in their and, free uh, time 
Exactly. It's just like light, light, light changes, man. That's all it is. Um, and uh, so I tend to think about those memories often, like, uh, you know, as memories I can tell, you know, my kids, you know, and stuff like that. What you have many you, of? You want you want kids, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Probably not, but it's a it's a good thing. That, uh, I'd like to think maybe one. One of you, one of your sure. boys, one of your boys will have kids. He's... And you can tell them whatever. Tom yeah. wants to have a kid so he can show his kid all the shirts he has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. All right, honestly, uh, yeah. All right, Simulacra. I know we've already kind of touched on it, but um, you know, boring question again, but like. You guys, I know you guys said you came together. Basically, you just wanted to like be the band that people just whooped ass to, you know. Yeah, and it's I mean, awfully... we obviously had like basically like we uh, I just wanted to be, you know. I felt like there was a lot of heavy bands, but like not the heavy I, I like. Basically, I would agree. Uh, I, I think when you got when that when the Simulacre demo came out, I was like, dude, I haven't heard some shit like this, and like I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like it, it was yeah. very much, it was like metallic hardcore, obviously, but it was very much its own thing, especially for the time before, you know, now there's bands like death metal type influence type, that shit pops up every fucking day. Now I'm sick of it. Yeah. But, yeah. And I, uh, for the time, it's like, I think, uh, it was just the stuff we were into. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like, I wanted to write the shit I was actually listening to. And I felt like there wasn't too many of them. And, uh, you know, that demo basically is like, you know, like integrity and like, hate breed, you know, like, uh, yeah. I was super, I wanted to be in a band that sounded like hate breed, the demo yeah. and, uh, X was super into it and still is super into integrity. And so we just like mix it. You know what I mean? Like literally like, like we just took riffs, mixed them up, you know? and uh, that's what the demo was and i did not know how to do vocals at the time i just did what i which is crazy because no dick yeah. rides your voice is absurd so the fact you were yeah, just like oh yeah. i'm just gonna try this and we'll see how it comes <laughs> out it's pretty crazy yeah i uh i was learning as we went on man like especially with the demo i was like dude like i hate the demo like i'll just do say you? That. like dude, the demo's awesome it. why I, I just i just think like the way i did vocals i was like this is not I wouldn't listen to it. I can't. I can't listen to it now, but at least you know. I get uh, that. The music I think is fucking awesome, you know. And I think there's like a bunch of tech, like tech aspects, like technical parts in the guitar where we don't even do that shit now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in demo. I mean, you're just learning. You're you're trying to find yeah. out your 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 groove. But I will say, like the demo is awesome. The three song tape is fucking literally incredible. Yeah, I agree. Like straight up incredible. Because we we've talked about this. I wasn't a, I wasn't the biggest fan of the demo, but the the tape that came out the the tails tape I thought was unbelievable. That was tape so is, fucking tape good. is literally unreal. Like yeah. I already, I love Simulacre when the demo came out, and I, I just remember when uh I think the first time I saw you guys, you didn't even have the three song tape out. You only had I saw you at the bar. The first barbecue was the first time I saw Simulacre. No, they definitely had it out. Did you? I don't think. Did we have it out? I don't Pretty think sure. I can't did remember. I don't think so. I, I thought you only played the, the demo songs, but I can't remember. Yeah. Or maybe I it came out a day after. I don't know. I don't think we had it out yet. Um, but because we we still played like that intro and stuff like that, I don't think we had it out. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, man, like that three song thing was just a point, like a like a moment in time. You know what I mean? Like 
like I say that just because like obviously it wasn't like it was a few years ago, it wasn't that long ago. But uh, if I'm being honest, like if we were to if we were to go back and be like, yo, let's write more songs like that three song, I don't think it would be. It's just like that's. I don't think I could. Rep, we could replicate. Like it's that. it's not possible anymore. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. And um, like that too. It's just like our music is just like it's not like you're trying to go for a completely different sound. It's just like we were progressing our sound, you know. Yeah. And we uh, added maybe a different influence or two, and that's just how it came out. I wanted my lyrics to be like I hated the lyrics on the fucking uh on the demo and i just wanted them to be a little bit more serious you know like uh, i mean that that's that's normal too like i said especially that's the first time you ever sung for a band bro writing lyrics sucks ass that's hard yeah yeah you know i, so. I wrote that demo like on the way to the studio <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, honestly the way it should be yeah that, that's and cool so, yeah that and the other stuff i just like i remember like listening to the practice recordings of uh, day one you know like walking and i was like you know just it just spilled out of me and that was uh i think that's still my favorite to this day my maybe besides the comp song that's my favorite simulacra song Dude, just the way it starts out the i don't know it, yeah I, th- I think it's a i think it's a good song man i mean i don't think anyone knows what it's about you know what i mean but is it uh, not about delaware or like where nah. you're seeing you're from no nah. <laughs> what's it about i i when i hear it i assume it's like you your group of friends or maybe your scene like got shit on growing up but like everyone's been down since day one that's, that's how i interpret I mean, it maybe maybe i'm a, i'm obviously retarded but that's cool but uh what is it the about song, the song is just like you know not to make it like insanely personal but like just being honest the song is about uh me and my sisters growing up in this like broken ass home without parents basically you know what i yeah. mean I and that's what the song is about you know okay uh, that's what i thought the song was about but i thought maybe i was reading way too deep into it something about no, like a parent thing. It's, it's like supposed to be like I, I wrote a song for my sister you know what i mean so no I mean, one awesome. i don't think i've ever i've never said that publicly just because there's no need to but uh yeah that's what the song's about and obviously like you're supposed to take songs and make different meanings for it you know what i mean so that's i'm glad that's how you viewed it you know what i mean uh yeah and i mean so I write like all the statement songs are pretty personal. I don't ever talk about that shit. Like that's why I wrote the lyrics yeah. for you. Know, that's like my way exactly. of, of getting it out there into the world. But um, yeah, and that's what people are supposed to do. They're supposed to. I want people to like make different meanings for songs and stuff like that. So I'm no, glad. I mean that that's awesome. Like knowing that it's that's about so, that makes the song. I've never thought about it like that though. Like I've never thought about like. <laughs> I, I don't know. Meaning, I've never thought about it like that. That's you know cool. what I mean though? Like I, I thought yeah. it was just like you being like, these people are fucking hating on us, but we've always been here type deal. So. That's hard. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's fun. That's <laughs> funny. We had totally different ways to think. I thought it was way more personal. You thought it was about. <laughs> and so, I, I mean, that that's just, cool. That just goes to a bigger point. I mean, lyrics are up to interpretation to an extent like if someone told me my lyrics meant this to them and it like changed them or whatever i wouldn't be like no no cousin i ain't writing about that but like if they help someone see something in some positive light i mean you know whatever but um yeah and that came out on plead your case which is awesome um yeah the 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 lp would have came out right yeah, on plead your case. On plead your case, yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, you know, life goes on. But that three-song tape is literally fucking awesome. And before we get into the LP, um, how did you got like how did you already knew everyone in the band? Like you knew Brezza, I assume, and of course you knew Xavier. Yeah. How did you, yeah. how did all of them just be like Jack become the people in the band? So I knew Xavier, I knew Norris, uh, I knew Jack. I think well I like I was cooler with all the older people in Delaware. I didn't really like and I was really cool with X, but I didn't meet Norris or Jack. And I think Reza and I got cool as a band started. Like I we none of us were really close. It was all Xavier's friends. Yeah. And then we just became close as the band started. You know, as a band like did more, you know. Obviously we started hanging out more and stuff, but I, I basically met all them through You're the Knife. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Word. You're the knife and th- that band is basically why some exists. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes that makes sense for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. So going into the the latest release, the infection spreads, which came out uh, May twenty fourth last year. So been out for kind of a minute now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It feels like it's been out for a decade, just because we we were sitting on those songs for. Dude, you sent them to that. me. You sent them to me literally so long ago. Yeah, man. Like yeah. to the point, I was like, is it just not coming out anymore? Yeah. Like, is it just not going to happen? But there was, was a, that there a, was a time where. Was yeah. that a part of COVID? Like you just didn't know what to do, kinda. Well, it was that. It was COVID, and also like I was like really, really sick, and so like I had a hard time recording, and I also had a hard time playing live, just because uh, I was having like really bad heart problems and like really, really bad like lung issues. Like at, like my body is basically falling apart at the, during COVID. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I didn't think Sim would even be a band. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm being honest with you, like I didn't think we were gonna last just because I was super, super sick and like I was always I was I think during COVID I went to the hospital at least like uh at least like nine different times. Damn. And it's Dude. like uh Yeah. And I just thought like for a while I was like maybe this like I just shouldn't be in a band just because like I don't know if I can do it. Um, because there was one show where I was like, I I don't think we got through the whole set. I was like, yeah, I can't do this, and we we just stopped playing. But and um, the day before the barbecue that was at the different venue, the second one that Payback opened, maybe yeah. Well, Keith was wearing the Ravens jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The from within yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, the day before, I was in the fucking hospital for like heart problems. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I, I remember like, you you sent me a picture. I remember because <laughs> we were texting, and you just sent a picture of you like laid up in a hospital bed. And I was like, "What did you do?" And you were like, yeah. "Oh, I'm having like heart palpitations or something." I was like, "What the fuck, bro?" Yeah, dude, it was I, at that point. I was just like, "I don't know if uh, this is gonna work." Because <laughs> like, it was like really stressful, man. Like, I I don't even know how else to explain it. I mean, it was just like a super annoying and like stressful process and like i felt bad for my band because they were waiting on me to finish everything and like i just like didn't have it in i you couldn't the time. do it i yeah. couldn't do it yeah and so we just waited and um they wrote more and more a lot, a lot changed with the record too uh i think we wrote the entire record like twice i feel like but uh it finally came out i mean even like when they went to record it wyatt the actual record once everything was said and done like I couldn't do vocals like like they recorded and uh, 
they waited like another six months for me to record vocals just because like I was having so many problems. Uh, and I finally got the vocals done somewhere else, you know, in Brandon's fucking room just because I was just like, I, I can't do it anywhere else. I can't pay someone this much money to get it done. So I was like, I'm just going to do it yeah with my friend and get fucking get it done you know what i mean just because and it took so long just because uh i just literally couldn't do it like i i i can't explain why i don't know why this my my bodies could not do it no no, i mean i i do get it i mean i went through some stuff when i like after my house burned down and stuff i had some issues like that where i thought was heart issues but it was just like insane anxiety you know what i mean To the point where I literally thought I was like dying. And like, I think that's the only time in my life I've been like, actually like, I'm not like a depressed person. I would say like for the most part, but when all that happened and then me and my wife moved away because she was finishing up her residency and we just like, that was definitely like the darkest time in my life. So, and when your anxiety is like to that level, it's hard to like literally do anything. Yeah, especially I mean, when you I, like think your heart is literally fucked up when you're like 23 years old or whatever. It's like this doesn't yeah. even like make logically doesn't make sense and shit like that. So yeah, I mean I've had like uh, dude, I've had on and off heart problems for the like like for the last three years before that, and it was like like I said, it goes on and off and on and off, and it's just it's it's one of those things where it's like with the disease i have like it can affect any any part of my body at any point and so like you know there's times where like i'll wake up and like my face is like drooping to the side or like like bell's palsy type shit yeah yeah or like i can't read because my it's affecting my eye or like you know my heart like like i literally like i I, i'll be trying to talk to someone i can't breathe yeah i'll just be sitting there like like my eyes will be black like it's just it, it happens all the time you know, and um, finally now, like I, I'm on like a a medicine that helps, you know, regulate everything. So I know when to expect to be sick and whatnot. But for a while, for those like three years, I'd say three or four years, it was like I thought I was going to die. You know, what I, mean? I just thought I was going to just like not wake up one day. I mean, it's, it was crazy. I mean, uh, it was a crazy time. Before we uh, before we go any further really quick, I will say like. Because you said, stated you wanted to talk about this and all that. And the Simulacra album is called The Infection Spreads. And that's not just like some name you like pulled out your ass. Right? You know what I mean? Like it has meaning. And I know you yeah. wanted to talk about that. So I just wanted to state that for people listening, like before we got any further into That's exactly it. what I was just about to say. Just yeah. Like, like kind um, of into the weeds here now. The album isn't just like, uh, you know, you put in your own words, of course, but it's not just you didn't just like, like, oh, this sounds hard let me put yeah. that as the album title you know what and, i mean and so. wasn't the art too kind of like uh about it i feel like i heard you the say art's that insane or, yeah the art the art not really much i just like that's just like the idea i had for the record just because i felt like it makes it made sense but gotcha. uh, definitely the name just because like i mean a lot of the lyrics i wrote is just like about being sick and like screaming out to avoid because you're sick and everyone else around you feels is fine and like Especially like uh, there was a point in time where no one believed I was sick. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like with Lyme, it's like it's one of those things with like it's hard for people to see that you're sick, but like you're having all these problems, and like you know, like a lot of people just didn't be- don't believe you just because you can't you can't physically see it. 
You know what I mean? I, yeah. I was, I was going to say too, uh, you have for everyone listening. I don't think we said it besides that. You have, you have Lyme. That's, that's the yeah, yeah. chronic. Yeah. It's called chronic Lyme, but, uh, Lyme's like pretty like serious prominent in the Northeast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in like Connecticut and uh, yeah, basically the Northeast. Uh, is it literally I, all from, I'm like, I know what it is, but not in depth. Yeah. Like I know you can get it from ticks and shit. Is that like the main way it's transmitted? Like say you go in the woods or some shit and a tick was on a deer or some shit like that. And that's how basically, it spreads. Yeah. I mean, and ticks are fucking me. everywhere. Like yeah. not just on a deer. Like yeah. I, I, I don't have it the way you do it clearly, but I have Lyme too, but it does not affect me the way Dom does. But like, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, like, I, uh, give you a short summary like i was in like an outskirty part of my 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 state which is like half an hour from my house and uh i got bent and i was with someone who also got bit they got checked out because they they were familiar with the lime i wasn't because they live in like an outskirty area and they were fine they got really really sick for about two years but they didn't have any actual problems and i waited an entire year to get checked out so i was like you know I had to drop out of college. I was like hallucinating and like uh, couldn't read. I couldn't write. I was like borderline schizophrenic for like, I'd say like a year. Uh, I was like believing shit that wasn't real. I was like hearing all these crazy things. I was just like seeing things and like, you know, it sounds like a, a movie, but that it's not like that stuff is real. And like, you know, there was like, like inflammation in my brain like it, it you know it's it was a huge thing that i went through and like uh i had to regain control of my left the left side of my body like i lost it for like half a year uh there was a point in time where honestly like i thought i was just never gonna be able to read or talk again you know my my speech was all messed up my like everything was messed up in my body like I, I looked sick i was like i was skinny i was really tiny and like I, and it took a lot for me to get back to the way I was. And like, even when Sim first started, like, uh, I say I have a bad memory because like a lot of it, I don't remember because I, of how my body was still in the recovery process of Lyme, you know, mm-hmm. and it's still, it, it still is, you know, but I've gotten a lot better, thankfully. But even the beginning stages of, uh, when Sim started, it's really hard for me to like, uh, remember just cause my body was still going through like a, like a, a crazy infection. So when did you get it? I got this. I got bit in 2014, and then I got checked out and diagnosed in 2015. Shit! So that it took three years for you to go into that recovery pot, something like that. Because yeah, I mean, you you think you take like, you know, when when the doctor told me, well, I, I went in a psych ward first, you know, just because like I was just, like hallucinating. You didn't know. You things. thought you were like going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, like believing all this stuff that wasn't real, you know, and I thought it was real, you know, yeah. Uh, at the time, and I was like hearing random things, and you know, a bunch of stuff that was happening, and like uh, when you tell a doctor that, obviously, like they're like, okay, you're schizophrenic, but they didn't try to dig dig deeper, they didn't try to check my blood, they didn't try to do anything, and so. I got out of the hospital um, about like two weeks later and I went to see this like random family doctor and he asked me, he was like, did they ever check your blood? And I said, no. And so he checked my blood and he said, you know, it sounds like you have encephalitis from Lyme because you told me you got bent 
and that's what it sounds like is going on because I can tell it in your face that like you look sick. You know what I mean? Like you look yeah. sick. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, maybe that's what it is. And so I got on uh, antibiotics and it helped the crazy like mental stuff. But you know, my body is still in a recovery phase that you know will I ever be 100 percent again. I don't know, but I'm happy with like how my life is now. You know, especially like it's manageable now, right? Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, basically, basically. So, so like I said, limes is obviously like it's. I'm assuming it's a good thing everywhere. I don't know anyone personally down south who has it. Like, is there a way where, say, the day you got bit, you went straight to the doctor's office? Is there anything they can do to like not have it be this drastic, or is that just affect everyone? You go on an antibiotic. I'm pretty sure. Because yeah. uh, when I got it, I had the bullseye things all over me. So I went to the doctor. I was like, yo, this is Lyme. I'm pretty sure. Because that's like one of the telltales. And they put me in an antibiotic. Like, if you take this for whatever amount of days, you should be fine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's the, that's the main thing is you have to get checked out, like, as soon as possible. If you get it, if you get checked out and, like, get antibiotic within, like, a, like that week, you'll be fine. But, like, I waited a whole year. Well, because you just didn't yeah. know any better. I mean, you were young, yeah, exactly. too. You I, was, know? I'm, I'm, I also live in a city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't fucking, like... Techs aren't hanging that. around in cities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that was a, that was another thing. And I, I can't blame myself for this because I didn't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... Yeah. Can't, you can't blame yourself for something you didn't know. I mean... No. I mean, you know, that's I'm life, still gaining. I'm still gaining things back that I had when I was younger that I didn't have for the last like six years, six, seven years, if that makes sense. Yeah. So when do you, when do you think, like, when did it become like kind of manageable? Cause I mean, me and you have talked like on and off about this yeah. for years now, just you being like, I'm like fucked up today. Like I can't think right or whatever. When did it start yeah. to get better? Uh, Noticeably it's slow, better. It's a slow process, but I mean, like I would say like, uh, 2020 2021 like the super recent thing i mean like i was just suffering dude before that i was just like suffering and thinking that like this is just what what my life was that's what life was like yeah yeah and uh i went to a like naturopath doctor and like i had to fly to idaho i remember i remember that i remember you texting me like when you were you something you were i was like oh what's up you're like oh i'm in idaho right now because <laughs> yeah, i think okay. i was in town trying to hang out <laughs> what am i doing there yeah, yeah i was like how the <laughs> fuck are you in idaho man <laughs> but yeah he he was like a naturopath and like i didn't really fucking believe it but like i was at, at like my wits end like i was like I was you didn't like, know what else to like, do I, I live or i die yeah so it's like i either do this or i just like suffer and like eventually you know but uh i uh i went and I walked in and he was talking to me and stuff about like Lyme and like how he can tell when people are sick and all this bullshit. I was like, you're a fucking Lyme bitch. You know what I mean? Like, and so uh, he went and he like, he was like standing in front of my desk and I was like, all right. And so he put these like magnets on my stomach and he was like, yeah, I can tell like where your infections are. And I was like, and I remember just like trying not to laugh because I'm like, this is such bullshit. Like, I It sounds like some guy. snake, some yeah, snake yeah. voodoo type <laughs> shit. <laughs> so uh, he did it he did this weird magnet thing on my stomach and was like moving them around. And then he was like, okay, take all these supplements and like, you'll feel better. And so I started taking them and I was like, this is bullshit. You know, this is not working. And then I'd say like a month in, you know, the, the fog that I felt mentally started to deteriorate a little bit. And I was, I was actually able to like 
accurately speak how I wanted to speak and like move how I wanted to move and like 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 even the way I was moving my body like it's like when you have Lyme like it affects that like like uh I can't really describe it um but yeah it, it uh after that basically uh I started to feel a lot better and um you know it was, it's only been forward progress from there I started you know taking a bunch of other supplements and bunch of different vitamins and you know i feel a lot better there's still a bunch like that that i'm missing you know that i'm i'm honestly i might not ever get it back but you know that's life anyways so yeah so the supplements help but they're like medication didn't really help you literally no that that it almost like i almost fell in like the the fucking doctor prescription hole like well, they just endlessly like, keep prescribing endless. you shit. Yeah. Yeah. I almost fell on that like super quickly. I mean, I had to, I had to tell like my entire family, like, dude, I'm not like, I would rather be sick and die than take all these crazy ass. Like it, it doesn't make sense for this to work. It doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. I'm sick. You know, like my body is sick from a deficiency of like certain vitamins or whatever. It doesn't make sense for me to go on these synthetic ass medications and it feel, make me feel better. It doesn't even, it doesn't even make sense. And so, uh, I just saw another doctor and it helped a lot, you know, it, it, you know, it saved my life basically. So, well, I mean, that's awesome then, bro. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything else you want to say on that aspect of the band? I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, before we get into art, which I want to talk to you a lot about, um, what's, I know, I know Simulacra is working on some new songs you told me about, uh, do you guys have like a, a concrete play in the works or just kind of playing shows here and there still just chilling uh we're chilling but we're gonna write an ep at some point we got a bunch of songs that are loaded uh we're probably gonna write a, a bit more just to have a few to choose from but we're gonna we're gonna write another ep hell yeah okay yeah. yeah go ahead i know you've told me that you don't know before but let's find out if you know now what what is simulacra what is that i think oh, i know I feel like someone said it was a, the Mars Volta song, and then someone said they don't. I don't really know what the fuck it is though. It's well, so, no, I'll let I'll not, let you say, Dom. So it's from Suspiria, not from a Mars Volta song. Uh, someone said that to me. I was like, <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the definition is it's like a mirror image of yourself. You okay, I mean? like how you see yourself basically, and uh, but it's from Suspiria. I think Brezza just likes to tell people from the Mars Volta because he has like a hard on for that band. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, I, I feel like a lot of people listening to this would want to know that. So there you go. Yeah. I won't lie. I thought it was from the Matrix. Because me and Brezza yeah. have talked about. Damn, you and I know. I know, bitch. <laughs> Bre- Brezza, Brezza told me that. Because I think I posted uh, I posted the the part or whatever of the Matrix like where they. The Simulacra gimmick, and Brez was like, oh, yeah, this is where we got the name from. <laughs> it's from Suspiria, but, I mean, you could say that, too. What the fuck is Suspiria? Suspiria? Yeah. The horror movie? I don't like horror, bro. What is it? I don't Come even on, know man. what it is. It's it's a movie. Check it out. I don't fuck. Dude, I'll tell you right now. I don't fuck with How do you spell it? Or the, roller coasters. How do you S-U-S-P-I-R-I-A. Suspiria. Suspiria. Let's look this. Oh, it oh, it's only from 2018. No, that's a remake. Oh, really? Oh, is yeah. this a, like, oh, is it 19... a Japanese movie? It's Italian, 1977. Yeah. I knew it was not American, bro, because 
Lennon and Brezza, they be getting these obscure, weird, non-US movies, bro. They swear are goaded. <laughs> Fuck, fucking throw on Forrest Gump or Super Bad, bro. You don't need all this shit, but I've never seen Forrest Gump either. <laughs> Oh, what? Come on, dude! What the I, fuck is wrong? That's that's actually crazy. Yeah, that's a, you should go to jail for that one. <laughs> I've never seen it. Well, now I look like a fucking fool. I thought I knew it was from. I'm sorry. I'm I had, I'm sorry. I doubled down on how much of a fool you are. It's cool. <laughs> Whatever. The band, what the, the band. What the band? Yeah. Dude, now I, that I just like. Who, I'm trying to think of who took because there's the song Wax Simulacra or whatever. That's someone. Or someone something. told you that as a lie to like. Someone to told me that they were like it's from the Mars Volta. <laughs> definitely, it was definitely Brezza. It's so long ago. Someone told me I can't fucking remember, man. That, he has yeah. a song called Wax Simulacra. Yeah. With a C, of course, but. Yeah. That's so what ever. So that's a. I, when I was in middle middle high school, I like that song. I haven't listened to it, and I don't even know how long. But that I might be the only that might be the only Mars Volta song I know. So I only said that actually there a single Mars Volta song. Neither I have I. I don't think that's I just know that's the, the only one. All right. Anything else on Simulacra you want to speak on, Dom? <laughs> nah, I'm good, dude. All right. Well, the that final thing. It's not over. I know. I'm, I'm saying that was a good conversation. The final thing I want to talk about is art, a.k.a. graphic design, and how you got into it. Take it away. Ask me a question. How did, <laughs> how did you get into graphic design? Like, what, what sparked your interest and made you get Photoshop and just start fucking around? So, I was... I first downloaded Photoshop probably, like, in 20, like... 2009 you know like i just saw like the local bands around me and they had like shitty ass art and like shitty shirts and i was like dude i'm not gonna wear this i was like you know what honestly like i think i could just like make your guys art and you guys wouldn't have to pay some like random ass dude overseas to like design this bullshit you know what i mean and so i, yeah. I just started messing with it and um i was like you know what this is pretty easy and like uh i would just do like random photoshop tutorials and like every day, I remember. Like I just remember doing it every single day, just because like I that's what you off. do when you're young, bro. You just fucking yeah. you just do something, literally play music, Photoshop, whatever it is. You just do it every single day. Exactly. And uh, I just um, I remember seeing like a bunch of old movie posts, and I was like, I could do that. Like I know I could make this. You know what I mean? Like if I tried hard enough, because I, I remember like looking deep into these movie posters and seeing like the cut lines, and all the stuff. It's like I know like I could do this in this like in this this like adobe thing i have and so i started doing it and uh it finally got to a point where i was like okay like i can start showing people this stuff that i think is good enough you know what i mean so i started showing and then these bands around me just started buying my art for shirts and stuff like that and then uh i started hitting people up i think it was through like myspace honestly it was like i've i've been messing with photoshop for a long time uh and I would just message like random bands like, yo, like I did this for you. Like you guys can use it to do whatever. And then a lot of them <laughs> printed it. A lot of them fucking printed it. You know what I mean? Like you weren't and even like, asking for money. You were just like, hey, I made yeah, this. Basically. They're probably psyched. Yeah, basically. I mean, uh, that's kind of how it started. And I just like kept on going on and on. And uh, I think the first hardcore band I ever did a shirt for was. 
maybe maybe like paper trail really damn yeah i haven't heard that name in a while yeah yeah i think paper trail um i think that was my first ever shirt uh dude i was like 14 (laughs) i was young dude uh like were you into like uh were you into just imagery beforehand? Like, I'm not talking about yeah. like paintings and shit, but you talked about like movie posters, which are like. I was really into. Mo- yeah. Go ahead. I Go was ahead. really yeah. into like movies. Uh, I liked. Uh, I liked a lot of like, just like horror movies and all that stuff, and like, um, I was always into horror and things like that. Like since I was young, like my mom would take me to like a blockbuster, and I was literally like six. And I would just like pick out horror movies and just like I like watch them at the age of six, you know. And uh that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like being young and like not realizing I could just buy movie posters. So I would just get like blue like workers tape and I would like make murals on my wall of like I would look at a picture online and just like make a mural on my wall with this like tape. Dude, that that's so insane. Cool. That's literally so cool. And uh I just remember doing things like that, like drawing on like my middle school and like elementary school, like like notepads and just like drawing just like crazy shit and like letters and shit like that. And like my friends would be like, yo, can you draw my name in like those letters? And I'd be like, Yeah, and so I'll just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um so that's kind of how it started, and then uh I'll I'll say really quick, uh, just to give you a complete and total opposite reaction. I saw Stephen King's It when I was seven years old, and that movie, I'm not even kidding, fucks me up still to this day. Well, like that's I a, can't. That's an interesting one. I mean, what is I it? Can't, you never seen it? About is that the, the yeah, is that the clown one? Bullshit, yeah, bro. Pennywise. Yeah. Now that is. I've never as, seen it. I never seen. As it. an adult, that's a movie worth watching. Now, should my mother fucking have shown a seven year old? At least me, probably not, because I'm not kidding. Like a good five years after that, I couldn't look at a shower drain without being like just yeah. like piss myself. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Like sometimes it literally still will fuck me up. Like the one the one scene where he's in the shower at school and that motherfucker climbs out and he's like, Georgie. Literally you Oh my god. Bro. When you said that. I don't know if that was like a effect. What happened? Stop, don't do that I'll like, I literally what? will kill myself I'm not <laughs> kidding when, I'll kill myself when you were talking about doing art in uh when you were young it kind of reminded me of this time where uh when I was a kid I would draw with this dude I knew uh little stick figures with guns that were like trying to kill each other it was like oh, robbers, vibes, bro. it was oh, like yeah. ro- robbers with like ski masks on and then good guys had no masks they were just like they had all kinds of different guns and it was like different scenes and I left dude, one I- at what were you gonna say? Oh, I'm not been fucking. I was, gonna, I was just gonna say yeah. I left one either in a class. What I think happened is, but this might not have happened. I left it at the there's like a playground tennis court behind my house. And I was hanging with my friend. And I left it there when I was I was still in elementary school, and someone brought it to the school to the vice principal, and the vice principal called us down and had to have a whole conversation with us about like because I guess he thought we were gonna like kill everyone at the school or something like that. Yeah, I, I guess know. they gotta take that seriously. <laughs> but, uh... but it was something from my neighborhood that they, it was very weird. But that just reminded me of that story. I haven't thought about that in so long. Dude, yeah. I've been in that same that same boat. I remember in middle school <laughs> just drawing like I think I watched Halloween 
And so I just I just drew a hand holding like a kitchen knife. <laughs> with like blood coming off of it. And they yeah. and they suspended me. <laughs> they suspended you? That's insane. Yeah. Oh, that's a little like What did they say to you when they were suspending you? I don't remember. It was like so long ago. I mean I was always getting like in trouble for shit like that though. Like I remember like going in middle school, like maybe like my first year, middle second year, I don't know, going like to class in a hoodie and on the back it had a caveman on it and it said fucking heavy. That's like, awesome. Uh, he, was, like, he was like holding weights, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like in middle school. Like obviously you can't wear that shit in like a fucking into a middle school or else you're gonna get in trouble. So Oh that's God's fuck, bro. Yeah, yeah. They never, I, they never brought you down. And said, "Are you trying to kill yourself or something like that?" No, I think they did that to me. So, I did that to me. Things where I was like, "You can't do these things here, and you're still doing them." So we're gonna suspend you. Fair enough, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I was never, uh, I never got into art or drawing or anything as a kid. I wish I did. I just literally, I don't think my brain functions creatively that way, unfortunately. So. That's why my family was like, is like they did. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes yeah. that makes sense then. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So, what was like the first like bigger thing you did? You know, not just like random shirts. Like, who was the first band that was like, "I want you to do our full like art and layout for this record"? That's or, hard. But... If uh, uh, to make it easier, what was the first yeah, thing yeah. you were like, "Holy shit! I can't believe I'm getting to do this." The Shackled record. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think the first time I was like, "Wow, you know, I get to do this, and this is like incredible." Was probably uh, the Arizona record. By oh, yeah. I mean that that's, that's a pretty yeah, that's, a good that's a pretty big one because I feel like that art is uh maybe the word iconic is is. That's definitely. I would say that's maybe you'll hate album. me using that word, but I mean, people know that's for sure that iconic, record because of that cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like aside from the songs, yeah. obviously, but like, and and the that cover record is very crazy. That cover went through like fucking fifteen different drafts, right? Something like that it was something crazy. I worked on that cover for like maybe I would say like literally like four or five months straight. <sighs> oh my God, how, yeah. how did you find the main image of the eye? Uh, I don't think I was the one that found it. I think there was a bunch of there was a bunch of photos, right? You know, Anthony chose some, and I chose some. Yeah, and I think that was just the one that worked best with what we were trying to do. I couldn't tell you where I found it, but uh, and a lot of people like try to say like, "Oh, you know, I can do that," you know, and you can't. Number one, you can't do it, and number two, uh. There's so many processes of that art. There's no way, even if you got close, that it, it would ever be like the same. There's no, it's, it's impossible. Oh, you mean people uh, talking shit being like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, and but they just don't realize like how many different things are going on in the image that like. Like you, it's more than just up. like you you saved a picture of an eye close yeah. up on Google Images and threw the vein logo over <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, <laughs> for uh, sure, for sure. That, it's just, it's a thing where it's like, you know, Obviously, when people do graphic design, because there's so many graphic designers now, you know, but um, there's only a few good ones, though. Let's, you know, let's be real. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, 
I think that like a lot of people don't realize, like a lot of people don't go off emotion. A lot of people just go off of, I want to replicate this. And I think um, a lot of my art is directly based off like how I feel. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. A lot of people just want their art to look a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you being into like the horror movies and all that, I mean, makes sense with your art. And I know I joke about it a lot, but I mean, all of your art is like, not all of it, but you can do, if someone was like, I want the like fucked up looking art, like, <laughs> you're the one to go some, to. <laughs> yeah. If, if, yeah. You're literally the one to go to. Like, well, you know, I think, I think the thing with me is like, I want, when I do an, a piece, I want, I want you to be like, what the fuck is going on? I yeah. want you to stop. I want you to look at it. And I want it to invoke emotion out of you. That's the entire point. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. A lot of people want their art to look the exact same as every other thing that's out. And that's great. But are people going to remember it? No. I don't even remember half the stuff that's out now. You know what I'm trying to say? And that's what I think what people don't realize is like, you want people to stop. You want people to look at this and be like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think people are like really scared to just be different. You know what I mean? And I think, uh, that's how you get remembered that's how art lasts is that it's different than everything else that's going on and that it's uh it gives a value um and uh also finding influence in things that like aren't insanely obvious like you know i don't i don't just like see a band and i'm like oh yeah like i like i i dive, dive deep in like film and like in literature and like a bunch of different things to find inspiration for art you know i could read something and be like Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, this makes me want to, uh, you know, make something. You know what I mean? Yeah, for Hopefully sure. Hopefully that made sense. It's fucking no, no, it it, yeah. it definitely does. And I mean, as me, like being a comic book person, like art is so like important. Like I can't tell you how many times I'll go in a record store and I'll buy like ten seven inches because they have like some crazy nineties ass like art. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I know these songs are gonna be mid as fuck, but I want this just because of the insert and the art. You know what I mean? Exactly. But when you pick it up, it like invokes a certain emotion out of you to be like, yeah, I want to pick this up. Yeah. You even even though like, I know, yeah, even though I know the songs are you gonna you be like, expect, like you want you want that feeling. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, I, I 100%. I, I, 100%. I agree with that, with that uh, what you're trying to say. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I wish there was more uniqueness in art, like at least graphic design nowadays, especially music. But um, I mean, there I'm a, there are, there is a lot of good artists currently. I, I mean, I'm a sucker for a, a floor punch varsity font, brother. You know what I mean? But I do agree. Like, sometimes I'll look at, like, people put out new records and shit, and I'll be like, did you even ask anyone how this looked? <laughs> like, did you ask a single soul, like, hey, can I get some feedback on this? Or all the band was just like, or the guitar player was like, fuck it, run it. We're going to go with this, bro. I think a lot of the time, too, like, honestly, you can't even blame the artist because a lot of bands, like, try to direct everything especially when it comes to art and it's like, dude, like you're not, an artist. you have no idea what you're doing. And I understand, you know what you want, but it's like, you're paying the designer to design. You're not, you're not, you're not a fucking director. You're playing your music, play your fucking music. Do not try to direct art. They have a vision, but they don't know how to get there. Exactly. And that's why like, I, I kind of understand in that as a designer where it's just like, it's kind of, it gets frustrating because like you want the art to look as best as possible, but you can't because the band won't let you. 
Like they in their mind, it's the art's already done in their head. You just have yeah. to do exactly. I've never been in that position yeah. ever. Every time, ever position? For, I, every time I've ever asked for art, I've been like, I don't fucking know what I want. Just make anything. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm never, like that. I've I'm never like had a fucking well. vision of what I wanted. It's just like, like yeah. I, and we'll, we'll talk about the cop uh, art in a second, but that's very much how it was like for that. Like I had a general idea, but it wasn't like, uh, actually, we can talk about that now. Uh, I wanted you to do the art for the comp, of course. And I just had the idea. I was like, I just want MMA on it somewhere because of like, you know, the, the, the Rick to life comps he did, you know, the people just fighting. I was like, Oh, that just looks dope. I love MMA. I love jujitsu. You know, that's like a huge part of my life. So can you just mix those together for me? And I remember, I, I think you sent something slightly different the first time for the orange one, the number one that Simulacra's on. Probably just like different texture or whatever. Yeah, but I remember when yeah. you sent like the one, I was like, I never in a bazillion years would have been fried like, one? I want it to look like that. <laughs> it's not I remember, deep fried. I remember there was one where it was like, you sent it to our group chat and you're like, hey, what do you think of this? We are like, it's cool, but you literally cannot see anything that's going on. And then you sent it again. And it, was, yeah. it was pretty similar, but then it was like a little bit more. And we were like, that's the fucking one. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it probably like a photocopy one versus like a just a straight file yeah, yeah yeah um but that art like i mean i guess you could say there is stuff like it but at the same time there's not it's like kind of like you said earlier like originality and influence i feel like that's yeah. a perfect mix of that and i mean i that, love how they turned out and that's, I mean, that's one all... that you definitely look at and you're like what the fuck is going on in this this art? Yeah, you really and, have to look at it and see what's going on that's all yeah. uh thanks to dom and i'm just super happy i'm looking at them hang, they're hung up on my wall but um I'm just super happy with how this turned out. And I think years down the road, if that's in some dollar bin, some kid will like look at that and be like, damn, this looks crazy. Like, I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. And it looks authentic. I mean, like, uh, hey, ain't no telling what he's doing. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like it has originality, but also like there's, there's a bunch of different influences. Yeah. Like you told me what you wanted. But I also added like certain things that I knew would fit with like the vibe you're going for. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't just one thing that it wasn't just like, um, you know, like Rick to life 90s. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it, it's not. Just yeah, it wasn't like, life. hey, can you rip a call for unity for me? Because that's already. Yeah, been exactly. Done before. <laughs> there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of different like VHS style shit going on on there, too. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, different for sure. types of there's just a bunch of different types of design, which I like. The, you did the back too, right? I did everything. Yeah, I always thought yeah. the back was cool. The back um, is incredible. The back is cool. One of the things I thought was sick, and I, I've I have like some art that does things like this. Like you put the tracks list, the thanks list. The, I thought that was such a cool idea. And I don't think I I love that on the back because, like I said, if someone 20 years from now someone picks that up, they'll look on the back and it'll just have the thank you list on it. Like yeah. With I don't my know. Name misspelled. It's yeah. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. It's all just right there. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, it's this is awesome. this is your best work right here. <laughs> you know what that is, right? I've, I know it's the Linden Factory, but I don't know what else okay. it is. It's yeah. just that with like skulls. People, yeah. Car Dead Car people. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear what Carter said to me uh, when I first showed him this? <laughs> you Actually, you won't you like no <laughs> let me let me let me make my point clear right now it's fine i don't the care art, the art is awesome 
There's not a single part in Shackles' music about <laughs> death, destruction, and decay. Hey, he came like, to me, bro. He didn't fucking hey, no, I agree. I'm not saying it's your fault at all. Dylan thought, knew what he was, was doing. Cool, but I could see, like, from an outside point of view being like, what is going on? If you don't know what it is, no, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a fucking was. New Jersey landmark, bitch. If you have a fucking yeah. problem, fuck you. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> fair enough. Fair this enough. It's another good back too. the from within. Oh, that is cool. I think did Kyle do that. I think Kyle did that. You just did oh. the front, right? Oh, Kyle did, did do this. Damn. Yeah, Kyle did that. I'm kind of fits he... with it, though. No, it definitely does. It yeah. definitely does. From within, oh, bro. The rest of the piece from within. Say? Yeah, but the comps the comps turned out awesome, all three of them, and I'm stoked how they turned out. Um, yeah, I loved how that came out, man. That, that was a uh, that was really fun to make, and like when I saw it, I was like, "Holy shit!" You know what I mean? Dude, like, this is exactly what I wanted to make. The third one, I think you perfected it literally. My favorite is the first. Really, I, I think the first yeah. is my favorite too. I like the my third just the because third. I love that infrared color. I just what, think it like. Oh yeah. What was the color so of the cool. first before orange? Was it red? Mm. Because it, like, it was a different color before it was orange. It actually might have been red, but or it was, was it like, yellow. I think it was red. I think, it was, I think red. it was it was a dark red, though. It was like yeah. a burgundy almost. The, yeah, or, the orange is iconic red. now, bro. Well, people yeah, ask me, it, they're it like, uh, why orange? And I was like, I don't fucking know. It's the color you'll never Don. fucking forget it. It's the, it's the color Don picked out. Like, <laughs> I assume you see that because it popped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could see that from across the room. and Orange and, was so good. see what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I just love like. Everything about it like pops in your face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If if there was a poster on a wall, at like, like somewhere in New York City, you remember that poster. You know what I mean? Just because of how much it 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 pops like in your face. Like, the letters are huge. Yeah. I mean, like, and it's one of those things like where you walk up to it, you you read a hardcore compilation in in the word. It's you know dope. Yeah. Say, like, yeah. It it works perfectly. You know exactly what it is. Exactly, which is yeah. it. It's it's just sick. Uh, what else? Uh, you got anything to add, Dylan? No, I mean, I love, I love the, uh, the. No, I, I mean, I we, mean, we, in general, about about art, I feel like uh, I didn't. I think I think we've talked about, about this on the on the podcast, but I think Dom has a certain type of fucking style that if you see it, you can kind of tell like, yeah, this is Dom. And honestly, I I always wondered why he goes certain directions with stuff, but after hearing his perspective on the. Uh, how you were saying, like, you want people to really look at it and see what's going on. Actually like that. I feel like in everything you do, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like, all right, let's, let's kind of see what's going on. There's so, there's so much going on. It's really cool. Like break it down. Like the simulacra, yeah. like, like just thinking about it, like the simulacra record, there's a lot going on in there. The fucking once you need thing. I mean, even this, it's like, what is going on in here? You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't do the sim art, but, uh, oh. well, you probably had a, f- I did. <laughs> wait, you didn't do it for the infection spreads. I did not. No. Really? I I, re- I straight up just assumed yeah. who did, so who did that. Nah, this guy he goes by Colossal Squid did, did the painting. On oh, the an in- Instagram legend. Yeah, Instagram icon Colossal Squid. Look him up. I'm but, gonna look uh, him up right now. He's a death metal uh, artist. Okay. But the guy who did the layout um is my friend Dean from Boston. He goes by Compound Bunker. He does a lot of like uh noise art and stuff like that. But he's really good as well. He's done a lot of like um, shirts and stuff for for Sim, and I think he's in. What band is he in? I don't know. He does a lot of stuff for like Final Gasp and shit like that. Word. Okay. 
uh, is this something you ever want to make a career? Or is it kind of like a, you don't want your hobby to be ruined by that? I mean, I know it's more than a hobby to you because you do make money off of it, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, I think I thought about it for a long time and, uh, I, I go back and forth, but I think, um, I don't think a career path for me would be art just cause I, like, like you said, I don't, I don't want it to be ruined for me. And, uh, you know, I, I also do it, obviously like I do it for bands and like they get art out of it, but I also do it for myself. It's like, I'm like, like it's a, it's, it's a, a hobby like a therapy. Yeah. 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 Therapy, for sure. yeah. So, uh, well, you said I, you I, put I, your like, emotion into it. It's shit. your thing. Yeah. It's your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I could, I could lose everyone in my life, you know, like I could lose everything, but like the one thing someone can't take away from me is what I can do on a computer, you know? Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's one thing that I don't soon. One of the most powerful computers ever. Yeah. 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 (laughs) What you building a new one? No, it just came in the mail. Uh, Oh, you got it. Yeah. What'd you get? Go. It's the fucking thing I sent to our group chat. I said, look at Dom's computer. It's fucking insane. He said, he said, I really like phasmophobia and then showed me the most <laughs> insane build I've ever seen. <laughs> what's, what, what's it got in it? We'll talk oh. about this after the fucking interview. No, I want to hear it right now. <laughs> All right, hold I on. Couldn't even, honestly, bro, I couldn't even tell you what's in it. I didn't build it. I'll tell you right now because it's Is in it our... a crazy graphics? Is you like a 3090 or 4090 or whatever? Yeah, I don't it. fucking know, bro. It <laughs> does. It has like a two terabyte SSD. Hold on. This is really awesome. For What's the, the processor? I'm trying to fucking. All my. I, I, I ran out of space Dylan, on my phone today. My associate will answer that. <laughs> you got the old i9? I'm, I'm texting you, Dom, just so I can find your number faster. Holy fuck. Okay. We're moving past this. This is. I'll brilliant. let you know when I find this. Oh, all right. Found it. It's, uh, it's an i9. Intel i9, uh, fuck, I'm trying to find everything else. It has uh, GeForce oh, RTX 4090, uh, two terabyte SSD, which is just ridiculous. Dude, and, reading and this VME, off is yeah. so insane of us to do. Uh, <laughs> you gotta go get Beria, bro. Yeah, no, that I just—it's just insane. There's a, there's like literally 18 more things I didn't read off. I was and you, off you got all this to play Fortnite on it. To play Phasmophobia and the SpongeBob the f- movie game. <laughs> Holy fuck! You, bro. Dude, you, you haven't played Phasmophobia? No, I don't. I don't know what Phasmophobia uh, is. All right, so it's it's a ghost hunting game. I already know, but you can speak in it. So you have to speak the ghost's name and shit to get it. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, I literally only agonize the ghost to get it out. And I ghost, hate playing it. <laughs> the only ghost game I'm playing is Luigi's mansion. And that's literally, that's straight up it. So, all right, we're, we, we've, we've we're in the too far now. off the rails. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Anything else you want to talk about Dom before we end it? No, I'm good, man. I think we did good. Anything you want to plug? Talk shit uh, on. Yeah. Yeah, we got a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, Europe soon. Really excited about that. Post that with, today. Uh, yeah, with the band. Uh, we're doing 10 days with a certain band, so it'll be super cool to announce. Uh, that's really it. Uh, thanks, Carter. From within, family always. I don't care for days, but we will always be from within. Hey brother, uh, you you really are you you you're day yeah. one, no lie. Yeah, man. Um, you guys are playing a uh, hardcore pride too. In a we month, are in a month. Is it a month? Yeah, cool, cool. Twenty fifth, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Days of Futures Past for putting out the record. Lumpy's literally carried the band. He's between, a man. Between, between you, Bob, and Lumpy, it was like, <laughs> you guys are the reason why we, you know, exist. So, Ep- <laughs> epically, epically punishing you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Man. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. It's been fun. Thank you, brother. All right. We'll wrap Happy it up. You there, enjoyed everyone. it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it took a while, but I mean, this episode was awesome. I'm glad you finally got to be on. Yeah. It was a good time. We should do it again sometime. It was fun. We will. We'll get someone else to make it like diabolical next well, time. Well, maybe we should do you and Brandon now it was supposed to be. Okay, yeah. I'm down. Hell yeah. Oh, that's right. We won't bring that back up, bro. All right. <laughs> Say bye, everyone. <laughs> Peace. Uh, peace, guys. Fuck.